Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode recorded live in Sydney with special guests Lawrence Mooney, Cam Knight and Sonia DiOrio. Great episode this one. If you like what you hear and you want to come see us live, we are going to be in Perth, uh, October the 13th. That is all sold out though. Maybe some tickets released on the door closer to the date. Keep your eyes on the socials for if we announce that. Also, Hobart, our first time down there, November the 23rd. A few tickets left to that, but it will be sold out very, very quickly. That is all we have to say up the top. Let's get into this absolute blinder of a live episode. Live in Sydney, Lawrence Mooney, Cam Knight, Sonia DiOrio. <laughs> Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo. With me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Sorry, so let for, me take for, that again. With me, as always, the other half of the program, Terry Two Drinks. Uh, for- for people at home, everyone was just very happy to see me then, and that's why <laughs> they made all of that noise. Uh, very nice of them. Fuck, I just dropped a beer. Man, that is... And I dropped it all over where the next guest has to sit. Um, <laughs> that is a real shame for them. Um, wow, who do you think it's going to be? Well, given our struggles for guests tonight, that could be left blank. Um <laughs> It could be a no inconvenience to anyone at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. No. It will be. We'll be fine. We'll be. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. No. That's. Yeah. No. For people at home, the people Carl home. is fixing the problem. Yeah. By just splashing the entire front row. Oh, now he's been giving a uh, used oh, cum rag with yeah. which to mop it up. Well, a bit of, bit, bit of tech support. Thanks very much. Uh, we normally save this for a bit later in the podcast, but are there, are there any other wet seats in the house <laughs> at this, this juncture? Mine is sopping. I'm having a fucking great time so far. Woo! Great. Great. Okay. Let's... Oh, and now you're just going to sit on the, on the yeah. rag, okay? Yeah. Interesting. Well... There are people who would fucking beg to suck on that tea towel right now. Yeah. Uh, they're, and they're now going to use that tea towel again to, to clean glasses at this venue in the future. Yeah. So if you're listening to this a year on, you know, and you were at Giant Dwarf last week, maybe you had a glass that had been wiped down with the anus crack juice of one Carl Chandler. Enjoy. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, we're here at the Giant Dwarf. We, we were here uh, this time roughly last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was there last year? Who was at the show last year? Congratulations, we were informed tonight that you guys hold the house record of consuming drinks. So that is literally the record night here in terms of uh, uh, units shifted. Uh, I realised that last year when the manager, when we walked out, the manager was sweeping up beer cans and they were going up past his shins. Um, <laughs> so as, he, as we walked in today, he goes, oh, you, got, you guys got the house record without missing a beat. Have you brought Milan tonight? So, <laughs> I don't think we're going to beat the record without him, unfortunately. This venue is holding a, some kind of fundraiser at the moment, and I think it might just be to repair the damage that you freaks did last year from fucking trying to put your heads through the wall at the end of the night or some shit. 
Um, speaking of raising funds, um, you a lot of you will know that uh, tomorrow I am running uh, uh, the Run Melbourne uh, fundraising sort of run. I'm doing 10k tomorrow. Lovely. Um, now I've been doing fundraising and, and a lot of you guys have been chucking in. It's been awesome. And so we've, we're up to like past three thousand dollars at the moment. Well done, everyone. Um, when you put in a donation, um, there's also like a uh, chance to put a message or whatever. So, like, the run is tomorrow. So, if you want to, right now, during the podcast, if you want to donate, you go to our website. It's on the front page of the website. If you want to donate during the website, uh, uh, during the show, and put a message, I'll treat this fucker like a telethon, all right? <laughs> if you chuck in and you get to write a funny message, do that, put money in, put the funny message, and I'll read it out on the show, all right? So, during the show, if you get bored... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Plenty of people are just going to use this as a license to watch Iron Man on their phone in the middle of the pod. Well, it's like if they're going to ring me, you might as well fucking you know put money in yeah, or something. Right, okay. There's already been like five people ring me tonight, which is much appreciated. Um, so it's do... pretty low generally by your standards. Yeah, well, it's, I'm... up your game, guys. Yeah. Don't because I've got to, I can't put on airplane mode because I want to check the fucking emails that come through. So <laughs> there's just going to be people ringing me. So fucking don't do that. Anyway, um, what behave, else? guys. Yes. What else? Up top, uh, uh, as we were coming in tonight, someone came up and said, by the way, I work in Channel 10 TV programming. We want to get funny fellas up. So... You heard it here first. And then I said, suck my dick, and they said, that's a sketch. (laughs) So this is technically a meeting for us. (laughs) Yeah, we can write this off. Yeah. Um, Is there anything we could pitch? Yeah, off the top of that. Just... uh, uh, tea towel man. There we go. He's done it again. That's one. <laughs> From the mind that bought you the ejaculating bush <laughs> and Dr. Bitch <laughs> comes tea towel man. Also, great to be here. Uh, and we were here before and we were noticing everyone coming in and a uh, friend of the show, Nick Kappel, was loitering around looking for scraps, anything, <laughs> drinking out of <laughs> ashtrays. Um... And he's looking at all the people coming through, and he's a lovely man, Nick Kappa, we all love him. But he's looking at everyone coming through, and he's talking to people, and he said to me, man, it's fucking crazy. It's like, there's, there's, there's all these interstaters. There's heaps of people here from Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> I might, literally had to say, we're in Sydney now. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm in Melbourne, you stupid prick. <laughs> Is this... Theatre Haunted? Yeah. Do ghosts stink? <laughs> it certainly smells like something's died in here. <laughs> um, how many people have listened to the most recent episode? Um, a big little dum-dum club congratulations to Bindi Irwin on her <laughs> birthday and engagement that happened on the day that we put up an episode where Fiona O'Loughlin slags her off, so... <laughs> What do you get? The gal who has everything. <laughs> uh, we also, uh, we're doing this, we, we've had a bit of trouble booking guests for this show. Uh, we're about to get into the, at least the guest. Um, <laughs> not, you know, that guy laughing at him not getting much value tonight. Um, uh, so look, we're, we're, we're sort of waiting on people to turn up and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, let's just see if one person that is booked in to not to come here and doesn't turn up. Let's just say we're going to be a bit angry. Um, <laughs> but there are... Th- there's another... Everything is not Rick. Uh, 
there are some TV shows that are being filmed right at the moment that are running late. So uh, anyway, look, we're, 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 it's going to be interesting. Mm. Yep. Would we? Would he like to be on this show? No, thank you. <laughs> Do you know what, if one of our guests is going to turn up? <laughs> I opened a packet of our third guest and it was dead. (laughs) My name's Dave Hughes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, how'd I forget that one? (laughs) It's one of his best catchphrases. That's his, right? I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's someone else's. Yeah, right. Um, yes, Tommy, you told me you had something up top of the show. Ooh, yeah. We've got to get into an update. Uh, we've been banging on for a little while about this idea of Juggernaut, uh, Patreon... <laughs> Patreon subscriber Juggernaut the Bull, who uh, uh, donated uh, money received from the sale of his semen uh, into our Patreon account. I then said that I would go to Western Australia, where this bull lives, and I would, uh, I would jack him off. Uh, to use the medical term, to <laughs> sing do the, for do my the right, supper. Do the right thing by a subscriber, yes. Do the right thing, yeah. 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 Um, so uh, we, we were planning to do that. We've booked in the show in Perth. The idea was that we would then, that same weekend, the day before, we would go to this farm. Uh, I would do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I would use these beautiful, Beautiful hands to do what they do yeah. best. You weren't you weren't tempted to ship the ball into your masturbatorium and like <laughs> just so you're sort of surrounded by home comforts as you're doing your thing. Yeah, I am going to be the most stressed one in this equation, aren't I? Yeah, yeah I'm the one yeah. that's really going to. Re- my my hands just freak out. They're yeah. like, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they they see Juggernaut's member and they're like, this is like one eighth the size of what we're used to. <laughs> So just going to use two fingers for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so we we get that all. Uh, we get the Perth show booked in. Yep. Then I the date sorted on date, sale. Date yep. sorted on sale. I then uh, I then get in touch. Like we, right after we'd locked it in, I get in touch with the uh, young man who is uh, Juggernaut's handler, so to speak. The man who <laughs> right. got in touch. Well, I mean, I'm going to be the handler, yeah, yeah. but so we booked the show in. Then you get in touch. Probably the wrong order, but okay. yeah, go on. Yep. Um, yep. I, I hit him up. I'm like, hey, man, we just locked it in. We're all good. Uh, you know, let's, let's, let's work out the logistics. And he goes, Juggernaut's not there. Juggernaut hasn't been there for ages. Juggernaut's moved to another farm because he got a job. Now, now you're going to need to explain this to me, Carl. I don't understand these words in this order that this young man used to me. His mum was giving him grass on, right. at, a, at a different right. house. Right. Yeah. So Juggernaut has uh, he's moved to a uh, different farm. He um, still he, in WA. Still in WA. Right. Um, he will be he will be returning to the original farm, but not until December or January. So anyway, he'll be back. <laughs> But in the, in the interim, it's like, well, we're going right. on this trip. This was meant to be the whole thing. We yes. do the pod. We yes. talk about this. Yes. And now there's this huge ball up in the air, pardon the pun, um, where it's like, well, I don't want to not what's fulfill the, my obligation. Yeah, what's the point of going to Perth if you're not going to jack off a farmyard animal? Yeah. 
Like, and I, I, I'm saying to this guy, like, well, what farm is he on now? Like, could we just go there? And he goes, oh, he's, he's at this other farm, but the job that, the farm that he's got the job on, it's my parents' place, and I don't know how they'd respond to some stranger turning up and just jacking off a bull in their backyard. So what location was he in before where they were happy with that happening? <laughs> well, a professional masturbatorium. <laughs> Um, so, what I've been, like, I, this is what I'm going to do. I, mark my words, by the time we do the Perth show, I will have jacked off some form of livestock, okay? <laughs> what we need to do now, juggernaut's old news, okay? I want to find a new bull or, you know, whatever's going. <laughs> I'll go into a farm, I will get that seed, I will donate the proceeds of that seed back into our Patreon... So then we have a new animal supporting the show. So y- your theory is you're going to jack off a bull... Yes. ...that someone else owns... Yes. ...and then donate that back to us. Yes. You know you've just described stealing sperm, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the great sperm heist. Right. <laughs> you're going to get me-tooed by livestock. <laughs> so I've been, uh, I have been emailing some farms, like I've been Googling, trying to work out. I will travel for this... I am a man of my word. I keep my promises. But this is not like... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Find a flaw in this plan if you possibly can. So you're emailing people and going, right, can I please come in and jack off your bull? Wait, it's not weird. It's so I can then take the sperm. Well, let me read out, let me read out the letter that I've been sending to farms. Okay. And you tell me, genius, right. if you can find any flaws in it. Okay. To whom it may concern. Hi there. My name is Tommy Dasselow. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and special needs carer to a 43-year-old man. Oh, that's a coincidence. That's a different guy. I'm contacting you because I recently made plans to travel to a farm and relieve a bull named Juggernaut. However, I've since discovered that Juggernaut has moved states and gone into hiding, which is a fairly common threat amongst all my previous or potential sexual partners. (laughs) I'm now in the position of needing to find a backup animal to masturbate for the purposes of content on a podcast. If there is any chance of being able to come, haha, get it, to your farm and fulfil this obligation, I would greatly appreciate it. I promise that I will not only show respect to you and your organisation, but that your chosen livestock will absolutely have the time of its life. I guarantee when I'm done that there will be sperm everywhere. As evidence of my skills in this field, I've attached a photo of my right hand, which has clocked up its fair share of miles over the years. If you could assist me in this matter, I would be over the moon. One potential snag is that Juggernaut is a real world-class bull, so I'd be looking for an animal of similar quality. No offence, but I've had a look through your website and you've got some real sixes and sevens getting around in that paddock, which just won't work for me. Sure, I'm emailing a stranger asking if I can jack off their pet, but I'm not a freak. Thanks in advance, and please don't send this to the police. Yours sincerely, Sperm Comedy. Is there some sort of Tinder for for farm animals? (laughs) Sure, one of these people would know if there was. (laughs) 
so look, in the meantime, if this does... I, I really want this to come through, but in the meantime, I would hate for people to think that I have, like, just dodged my obligation here, that I'm just trying to take the easy way out. So you were talking before, you are doing the uh, Run Melbourne tomorrow, the 10 kilometres in Newcastle. In Newcastle, yeah. I've mentioned... Hang on, on I'll, the... I'll, check, I'll check the telephone update. Oh, yeah, update. where are we at? I'll check the telephone update. Uh, let's see, I've just had missed calls from idiots in this crowd. Uh, no <laughs> donations yet. This is a great telethon where the guy's going, oh, no. stop trying to call me. Yeah. No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got, I've, I've got four. You, you, you keep going and I'll, I'll clock these and run okay, through the, get, yeah, the okay, quality you're control. To okay. Yeah. Um, so I am up here again in a few weeks doing the uh, City to Surf. Uh, I'm going to run that. It is 14 kilometres as penance for my fucking up and not being able to masturbate juggernaut when I said I would. I will be running the 14 kilometres of the city to surf in a shirt of my choosing, which we will see here on the screen. I'm going to be running through... I'm going to be running 14 kilometres through Sydney wearing that shirt. And, and what is that? What, for people at home... For people at home, it's an illustration of me jacking off Juggernaut. This is my punishment. This will take me through some of Sydney's wealthiest suburbs. And uh, just if you, if you want to visualise what it'll actually look like in the context of the race, here's what I imagine myself looking like at the finish line. So, just a man shitting his pants. <laughs> Wearing a shirt with a picture of himself jacking off a bull. So... That's that's clearly photoshopped. You've cleaned yourself up there. Um, <laughs> I'm looking pretty. I'd fuck myself in that photo, I reckon. Uh, thank you to donations from anonymous. Eleven dollars seventeen. Someone said Tommy's new nickname will be the Jackanaut. I thought, I thought you said you were doing quality control. That's the best one. Uh, <laughs> no, Loza Bennett just donated hundred and nine dollars and said, "Do duck sandwich, cunt." Uh, <laughs> All right, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to this. We'll get back to it. Yep. Oh, that, that, that was the best of the bunch? Well, it's only what's, five minutes. What's the tally now? Do you know where you're at uh, money-wise? Yeah, yeah, it's really great. It's, like three, it's over three and a half grand. Over three and a half? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Was you, your target was three and a half or yes. three? Yes, it was three. Oh, he's done three it. And a half. Yeah, he's yeah. done it. But well, we want more content, so keep going. Um, <laughs> right. Let's get a guest on. All right, folks, please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Lawrence Mooney. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Uh, you're very patient people. <laughs> so as, patient. As, as, as I was getting all these messages, one of the messages was, was from Lawrence Mooney saying, get me on, cunt. <laughs> well, Carl said, uh, you'll be on around 9.30, so... <laughs> For people at home, it's now 9.35. Sorry. <laughs> so still a pretty tight machine you're driving here, guys. How are your shambolic lives going? <laughs> now, let me ask you this, Tommy, in all seriousness, because I, I went to drama school. Um, so I've experimented with my sexuality. Mm-hmm. I've scratched some itches that needed scratching and fucking I got ploughed in the ass. Um, <laughs> and it's good. Um, no, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> The reach around. Yes, whatever you... the question is, yes. 
You orgasm like you've never orgasmed before. Kids, you know, your prostate's being worked by a massive cock. Um, but, I mean, I'm totes hetero. So what I want to ask you is, yep. have you ever jacked off a man? Because you think it's easy. Yeah. There's a lot of women out there thinking, fucking just don't roll up to a farm and wank off a bull and you've never done it before because you're doing yourself and there's all sorts of shit going on in your head and you're satisfying yourself with whatever sick Bosnian rape porn you're fucking watching. Don't just get up here and do the same gear you do on breakfast radio. Jacking off a bloke. Hang on. It's fucking on. busy, okay? Bo- Bo- Bosnian rape videos. Is that the secret sound this morning? Is that... <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got two tickets to Zambrero and a Moon Man in the Morning t-shirt. Um... Because it's just not wanking, okay? You've got to be working the balls. You've got to get up around the head but not work it too much. You've even got to give that bull a bit of asshole work too, man. You know, oh, wow. If you can get around there. And you also, don't get killed. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because it could kick you to death. It's like, this guy's never jacked off a bull before. Fuck you. And just <laughs> cave your rotten fucking skull in. So... It started with you saying, have I ever jacked off a man, and then pivoted into very specific inner workings of what it's like to jack off a bull. Yeah. Have you ever jacked off a bull? I've never jacked off a bull, uh, but I'd have a crack. <laughs> yeah. Because I've jacked off other blokes, so... And I'm, I'm pretty good at it, too. Um, I work the balls, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I speak some abject filth, too, so... Like, <laughs> I... <laughs> right. Oh, fuck, what did he just say? What about the kicking thing? Did that come from personal experience? Well, you've got to look out for the foot, just the nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Which all the women in the room know about. They, uh, they get out of the way. Now, you can't. Um, <laughs> you've gone dark, haven't you? There was me. Yeah, overdosing with pills, people oh, in coffins, murder suicide. What has happened? You've become a father, and you've realised how shit it is to have children, <laughs> and you're actually contemplating your own suicide daily, which you do. It's like, oh fuck, what did I do? Did, you, for, for people at home, I was doing com- I was doing stand up before the podcast, and that was the content of something. You call it stand up. Uh, <laughs> It was more of a town hall meeting. <laughs> where people were like, oh, we would rather vote for Clive Palmer than you. It makes Give us Pauline Hanson, say something. <laughs> G'day, folks. Uh, I, haven't been, <laughs> I haven't been on the podcast for a while. Yeah. Uh, I reckon this is about number 12 for me. Is that, is that I've all? done five with um, Fiona. Me old mate. Your old mate. I've wiped her like a dirty ass. She... Yeah. We do, we I mean, do. No, seriously, alcoholics and drug addicts can only let you down so many times before you say, just fuck off, mate. <laughs> we, fucking... do, we do get a lot of questions about why we haven't had the, the pairing of you two again. It's, yeah. Well, I took it to... I organised a gig for Deakin University down in Geelong and she rolled up fucking blind... And uh, it was for young leadership, and she was just poleaxed. And 
I've, I've often found it quite funny and excess is, you know, a source of comedy and can be great stories. But these were people who were actually concerned about society and education and they were there for a laugh. And they'd put on a beautiful evening and she was fucked up. So a few people came to me and said, what should we do? And I said, she's not your responsibility, you don't do anything. They said, we don't want her to hurt herself. I said, don't worry, she'll bounce back, she'll be fine. So <laughs> she could sleep rough and don't worry about it. And, uh, <laughs> but they were really concerned. Anyway, I said, the best thing you can do is show her back to her room and uh, just forget about it. Anyway, <laughs> she... The fucking alco that she is, she drank the room dry. And then she rings the bar and she says, uh, and it was just around the time that same-sex marriage, the plebiscite had been voted yes, and she goes, I'm, I'm proposing to my wife, or my girlfriend, can you send up your most expensive bottle of champagne? And they complied, they sent it up and, you know, nice people doing nice things. She drank that, then she ordered some other drinks and then she started smashing up the room. And then uh, the next day... Is she here up the back right now? <laughs> if she was, you uh, shut up, cunt. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they said, we can't get her out. And I said, well... I don't know what you want me to do. This is the next day, and then her daughter, who's her manager and uh, enabler. Um, <laughs> a lot of people going, go back to tell us about beating off the ball, please. <laughs> please wank off a ball again. Um, she rolled up and got her out of there, and I just thought, enough's enough. Because, uh, you know, addicts and alcoholics are liars. I should know, Tommy, I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's very big of you to see someone with, like, a desperate pro- problem that can affect her life and others, and you've gone, you know what, I'm going to take a stand. I'm not going to podcast with you anymore. <laughs> that's right. I am uh, I'm think globally, act locally. That's... <laughs> I've sent the message to addicts everywhere. No podcasts. <laughs> That's how no. So you now live in Sydney. You're doing breakfast radio in Sydney. You've been yes. in Melbourne forever. Now you're living, living. You've moved here. You've been here for a couple of months, which I thought was an interesting. One of the things you don't do when you're living in Sydney is uh, tell people from Melbourne how fucking awesome this place is because <laughs> it shits on Melbourne. I, I spent was, 54 I, 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 years defending that fucking grey swamp and. <laughs> That fucking unsexy feminist fucking stronghold. <laughs> it's fucking hell. People up here are actually like they want to enjoy themselves. It's like a fucking gulag down there. I, <laughs> I fucking hate it. Okay? <laughs> Because, you know, where you're born and where you're raised, you just inevitably spend, you know, time defending it or singing its praises. But after 54 years, fuck you. <laughs> and your shitty fucking trams and you... Oh, they think they invented coffee. Do you know what? There's coffee in Sydney. <laughs> and what? it's good. What? And there's also restaurants. It's like... It's oh, and clothes shops. I thought it was an interesting move for Lawrence Mooney to move to a city with more cocaine. 
Well, I can tell you one thing, it's got less now. So... <laughs> I'm keeping the streets safe for the kids out there. That's what I do. I find it and I dispose of it under supervision up me face. So, But it must be weird for you to live in a place where everyone is affected by lockout laws and not just you personally. <laughs> That is the one thing that has fucked this city properly. The lockout laws are just absurd. And eventually they'll loosen and disappear, but uh, it really did fuck a great city with a great nightlife. And Melbourne has got an amazing nightlife. But um, I've got, I'm affected by the lock-in laws now. <laughs> when my wife goes, go to fucking bed, mate, okay? <laughs> Don't open another bottle of Pinot, fuckhead. <laughs> well, so the lo- we've talked about this on the show before, but the last time that you were doing regular breakfast radio was mm-hmm. in Melbourne years ago. Mix 101.1. More music that makes you feel like you're in a shop. <laughs> or a taxi. Here's Dido. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened in those years. Yeah. Um, it was the era of big-time Mooney Spiral, right? Yeah. It was, it was so the my, era of Blonde Tip. My yes. first marriage had broken up and uh, people... I, I know the thought bubble was like, oh, fucking surprise, surprise. <laughs> Shut up. Um, they, they used the word cheating. It's like I never saw the rules. Uh, <laughs> no one ever showed me the rules. Fuck, how has he still got the room after how? saying all this stuff? How can you cheat when there's... I wasn't shown the rules. <laughs> like, monogamy isn't a tacit agreement. You've got to make it clear. Um, I mean, sure, there's those proposals and those vows and whatever, but what does that mean? You know, boring. So, yeah, I was um, a little bit loose. And then, uh, yeah, that then became uh, the blonde years. I yeah. dyed my hair blonde and... Wow, you have such a great fucking time with other mentally disturbed people because <laughs> real bottle blonde people see you and they're just attracted to you magnetically. And I, I, I'd never been. <laughs> if you're between marriages and a bit lonely, dye your hair blonde, okay? I'd never been a pick up at the bar kind of a guy. I'm more pick up over, you know, a bit of a period of time. I get people to trust me and then. That sounds like... Oh, no. Oh, no. Sounds like a grooming process, doesn't it? And I guess that's what it is. Um, (laughs) But when I was blonde, it was like, hey, do you want to get out of here? It's like, yep. Okay. (laughs) You're mental, aren't you? And uh, it was awesome. So, But it can only go for so long. So how does this breakfast radio experience compare to that breakfast radio experience? It's very, very different. <laughs> well, I just um, celebrated my 10th anniversary with my wife, Lou. and uh, You did, and you yeah. celebrated it by, by, by renewing your vows. Yeah, we went to Italy and we, were, we decided to renew our vows and we just sent, you know, kind of blanket invitations to our friends. Yes, yeah, Shigsy came along. Uh, Marty Sheargold was my best man. Yep, and just checking the emails. Yeah. <laughs> Friends, yeah. 
Well, I, there was only really one comedian there, so um, you could have come along. Um, <laughs> no, anyway, it was it was pretty overwhelming that over sixty people said, "Yeah, we'll come along." So it was just a massive party and very romantic and pretty dreamy. Mm-hmm. And uh, recovering from jet lag when you're in your mid-50s and return and just have a massive bender for two days because <laughs> my wife was still overseas, so Deeksy picked me up from the airport <laughs> and I was at his place for 48 hours. Well, we, none of us He's my personal so trainer. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> have Let's I just incriminated Deeksy? You might need to beep that out. Yeah. Anyway, in answer to my question, I you were have you about ever? John Deeks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking about from Channel Seven. Right, right. Come on down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you ever jacked off another bloke? I have not. No. Well, no time like the, no time like the present, Tommy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Let's introduce our next guest to the stage. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, Cameron Knight. Yeah. yeah. Is it okay to sit here? Yes, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Up to you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my drinking days, I would have just licked it up. Um, I haven't licked jacked water. off a man. You haven't? No. I think we need to specify that with every guest, don't right. you think? Yeah. Have you jacked a bull Back off a man? Back in your drinking days, you were great company, and now... Now I'm just fucking boring. <laughs> now, Back in my drinking days, fucking... I would have jacked you off. Yeah. I know. This is going well, isn't it? You were. Can I so get you, a? Can you, I get a beer? Is that too much to ask? I am as dry as Western New South. Not the good stuff. Water. <laughs> so you don't drink anymore, Cam. You've, you've, no, so you. No, I wouldn't mind much. You're a bit of a. I, uh, what did you do? Yeah, what did you do? Is what you always get. Yeah. What did you do? I quit the day after Cody's wedding. Nick Cody. Yeah. Right. I think that's all I need to fucking say. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So nearly two and a half years no, ago. No, no incident? No. No, it was, oh, there was a lot of incidents. Um, but uh. my, <laughs> the final incident, I guess it wasn't a rock bottom or anything. Um, I'm still fucking going through that. But the rock bottom, the rock bottom, I got called up on, um, on New Year's Day that year by my wife who just said, I think it's time you pull your fucking head in. After. And she's, and to be fair, you know, I think she was right because I'd been up all night uh, and I was dressed in a Christmas suit that I'd bought from a Facebook fucking viral ad and <laughs> <laughs> I fell for it and it was, it was very good. I've still got it. It was a blue Christmas suit with white deers on it and I had wax dribbled all down my front because I was lighting cigarettes and bongs with a candle. <laughs> oh! I'm 40 fucking three and my unborn child was still in my wife's stu- uh, belly and I had my other child there, uh, my two-year-old was staying in a holiday house and uh, I'd been up uh, all night with another couple of guys and we were on a tank, we are on top of a tank, we watched the sun rise on top of a tank. I'm losing, we I'm losing track of this fucking story. Yeah, yeah, I know, I lost track of the <laughs> evening pretty well, quickly. I still don't know what you did wrong. <laughs> I know! It was fucking no. great! It was a really You've good night. You've got a beautiful suit on celebrating <laughs> the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and your wife thought fucking get off the gear. Yeah, you're, you're on a tank and thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, she said, I think you need to stop this. Uh, she said that she... Well, the reason I stopped as well is because she said that I thought that 
uh, she thought that I had a bit of a drinking problem. And I was just like, oh, I think I'm pretty fucking good at it. Um, <laughs> but I went to the AA website just to have a look to see what they got to say. And they got a little test you can take, a little online test. And I was like, oh, yeah, how hard is this? <laughs> like, apparently not very. I fucking smashed it. Um, Breathe got, into the disk drive. I got, a, yeah, <laughs> I got like a, an AA plus. And, um, <laughs> and, um, and I was like, oh, fucking You're like, better. this is shit AA. Yeah. I, I want to put my name on this. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be anonymous. I want everyone to look go at the everyone website and go, know. oh, it's yeah. Cam Knight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I was pretty chuffed. I've never had an A plus in anything before, so I had a, about fifteen beers to celebrate. But yeah. then, um, then I quit. And Cody's wedding was the sort of. I just went, oh well, that'll be the last hurrah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So how long? Nearly two and a half years. It'll be two and a half years on the fifth of August. Well done, man. Yeah. yeah. Two Good. people applauding. That's nice. Thank you. This side of the room, I can hear the collective thoughts of you just going soft cock. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I went to AA for nine months. Yeah. Yeah. I got off at. For nine months, and yeah. then, but whenever people got up and told their stories, it's like, oh fuck! I wish I met you before. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted Absolutely. to do a uh, <laughs> absolutely. I wanted to do a, a like a one flew over the cuckoo's nest boat trip <laughs> and just kidnap them all. It's like I'm gonna put on all the fucking drugs and booze just for one day, just to see you in your old light. <laughs> Where you were chasing your wife, discharging a firearm down the street. <laughs> you were drinking in a wardrobe full of bottles when you thought your family didn't know. <laughs> and what about you, where you locked yourself away, train spotting style, to just sweat it out and work through it, and you drank all of the perfume in the house? <laughs> and your husband's aftershave. You're a fucking champion. <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous, not with me. I'm telling your story. <laughs> For cash. I can kind of feel Cam going, maybe I didn't have a problem. <laughs> I don't think I did at all. But you don't did think I you've got a, a problem. <laughs> you go along and you hear other people's stories and you just go, oh, I don't want to. I just, you know, mm, all right. Yeah. And so you, did you beef it up a bit? Did you? Well, yeah, you, no, not did really. Did you beef? You just go, yeah, I stole a truck. I fucking killed a man. <laughs> I jacked off a bull yeah. <laughs> with me gob <laughs> for no reason, not even for a charity. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of them. A lot of them. I got to be truthful. There was jacked a moment there. There was. Like, mm. Yeah, we have jacked off a bull. Uh, a lot of them do have uh, pretty interesting stories and stuff. You know, they've done time or they've killed somebody or whatever. But you and you. <laughs> Oh, I love that I just Hang went on. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Killed like, somebody or gloss, like they're all chopper. Don't gloss um, over that unless you're building to a better story than a man who killed someone. No, it's more that you you sit there and listen to these things, going "fuck, I've got nothing in, I, I got, I can't relate to anything you've just said." <coughs> and I spoke to somebody about that, and they just said, "Well, if just think of this, like that person is 25 years sober, and if they've done those things, and they can be sober for that long." And you've done what? You just spilled a bit of wax down your front, you fuckhead. <laughs> I think you'd be fine. In front of your child, I think you'd be fine. Have you yeah. gone and done the apologies and all that sort of stuff? No, not yet. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Really? Do, I, half do years? I owe you one? <laughs> what well, did I, what 12 did I step do? program, stop at number four, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can, I, can I say this? Because this is a question I've always wanted to ask you. Yeah. Because I've heard stories about Cam Knight yeah, and his drinking are. days yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Now, you used to go out with Madeline West yes. from Neighbours, yep. who is one of my all-time crushes. 
<laughs> this has nothing to do with drinking. And this is the only... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the the that's, and that's all he wanted to and say. And my question is, what's it like? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like jacking off a bull. Um, <laughs> no, what are you asking? Yeah, I'm, I'm, getting I'm getting to a point. I'm getting to a point. I'm getting to a point. Now, there is a story that I've heard told many, many times. Yes. That there was a party right. at her house. Sure. You know where this is going? I do. Yes. The story goes that I don't know whether there was a breakup, there was something happened, there was some sort of episode from your behalf. Episode's good. That's a good word. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And then, and then the fridge was, her fridge is opened. Sure. And there's a can of food in the fridge. Yeah. There's not food in there, no. is there? There's I'm a big poo from Cameron Knight. <laughs> Firstly, there wasn't a party. Um, <laughs> my apology. I just, I just, you know, I really tried to make that story interesting. As, so. as Cam's lawyer, I've got to say the fridge wasn't open. My client opened the fridge. <laughs> Case dismissed. Uh, uh, yeah, some of that. Yeah, it was a bit of a blur. Um, <laughs> it. Uh, I think what had happened was that we. Yeah, we... <laughs> I can't even fucking remember what happened, to tell you the truth. I this is just out. a rehearsal for when you bring it up in the meeting. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'd taken a lot of things. So I'd been out... Uh, like a, a shit? A lot of shit. I, I'd, <laughs> ate, I'd eaten a lot of food. And, <laughs> and I'd also taken... I think I'd had a mixture of MDMA and ketamine. Classic. Uh, and and it, woo, Shout out. So, they, they finally just came out of the cave. Oh, fuck yes! <laughs> um, in your defence, um, in those years, uh, in Melbourne, our pills were super strong. They were very because good. Because this is the start of the underworld war, okay? Yeah. Carl Williams started making strong pills for half the price. And so that's where he got into trouble with the Moran brothers, right? They wanted to kill him because they had a pill press and were, they had the market. So all of us yeah, in the yeah, comedy all, world, everyone, we were fucking taking mate. massive... We were taking massive amounts of awesome pills, and they we were, were Carl's pills. And Valet Carl, rest in peace, my friend. <laughs> what I'm saying is, when you took one, you needed to take a shit. Yeah. And it was just one that you did. It wasn't eight or ten. It like was it, just one. It was just one, and it lasted, and it and was a blur and a haze. <laughs> Sounds like and someone's got a bit of a soft spot for Melbourne after all. Yeah. <laughs> I always had a soft spot for Melbourne. <laughs> I think what happened was, yeah, I had to go and I was completely out of it. Right. And I didn't know. And I had gone in her... I had gone... I had gone on the floor or something. And I think I, in my... I didn't even... I don't even remember doing this, but she asked me the day after, did you do this? And I'm like, well, I must have, because who else fucking got in your house? <laughs> um, you took a revenge shit in your ex's place. And I think I was trying place. to hide it. I think yep. I was trying to put it somewhere. Right. And, it and the place happened. where she would never look. The fridge. <laughs> the fridge. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The oh defence rests. Can you get out of the courtyard? <laughs> Maybe that Court was room. my rock bottom then, actually. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. it took about 10 years after that for you to, to, to stop drinking. Up. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Definitely. Right. Okay. Definitely. So that's, yeah, good, good. I'm glad I'm glad we got to the bottom out. of that. Yeah. yeah, good. I'm glad that that's going to go out. I would just like to say, <laughs> there were people in the industry that turned their back on you after that incident, and I was not one of them. No. I no. Was, you no, came over quite a lot after that. No, it's like, <laughs> to be fair, if, let's if, go around if to somebody's was, place and take a shit. Come on, yeah. Cam. 
if, if I knew a guy that shits in fridges, I don't turn my back on them, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what they're doing. <laughs> were you appalled? Were you like, how dare you do that to my all-time crush? I was like, man, it'd be cool to be in the same house as her, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. I if, heard she, if, was... she, if she asked me to get the shit out of the fridge, I would do it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I heard it was at a party on a coffee table. Now I'm praying no, that that's no, the same that's... story gone wrong and not a separate I think, incident. I think that's just Chinese whispers. Uh, you're, you're blurring yeah. showbiz myths. What I do yes. Don Lane used to lie under a glass top coffee table. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> wow, sorry. Wow, for somebody who works on Triple M, you don't know the rules. Um. <laughs> sorry for over talking. <laughs> but when I talk on my show, everyone shuts the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> should we? Should we get it? Oh, I really, I don't know what to think. Should we? We let's get our third guest on. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, saying oh, I don't know whether the third guest's turning up. You know, oh, we've got a couple of guests. It's like fuck you. Uh, no, like, oh, we, we got this bloke. I, it wasn't you. We knew you were here, but we were just worried about. Cam was busy tonight. He was doing a job, and then someone else. So now we've got a replacement for our third guest. Yeah. Do we have an update on... I mean, we, we may end up with too many guests. Yeah, well... Uh, God, uh, I love comedy. Yeah. Or whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't... Comedy's about keeping the ball in the air and you guys keep <laughs> running over it rather than... Don't stab the ball, keep it in the fucking air. Yeah, mate, that's why this room's empty. Um... I'm a bit more interested in what's attached to the ball, to be honest, but anyway. <laughs> George uh, Calambaris's head, hopefully. Oh. <laughs> I mean, considering what's going on here, I feel bad about introducing our third guest, but let's do it, I guess. I know, all right. Please welcome into the Little Dumb Dumb Club, Sonia DiOrio! Yeah! <laughs> yes. Hey, son. Carl said they were fucking struggling and I'm here as proof. <laughs> fucking struggling as guests. My Thank comedy status is a famous person cancelled last minute. Right? <laughs> and we couldn't find an animal for Tommy to jack off. Like, <laughs> the next best thing. You got? Hey, it, it could be worse. You could be Nick Kappa backstage waiting for a comedy bit we planned but haven't done yet. <laughs> And we'll hopefully run out of time uh, for... <laughs> you, you, you don't have to do it. It's fine. Um. <laughs> do, do we want to do it very super quickly? Sorry, everyone. Uh, you mentioned Sorry, everyone. Nick Kappa. <laughs> you mentioned before that I'm, I'm a new dad. Yeah, I am a dad. I've brought, I've brought little Blanket along. Uh, <laughs> she's been sitting in the, uh, in the backpack. But Blanket, uh, say hello to everyone. Uh, hello. Where? <laughs> um... Blanket, you're going to have to speak louder if you can. Okay. I think I was loud enough, just not funny enough. <laughs> anyway, Blanket, thanks for making it. What did you have to say to... Uh, what's, what's news, Blanket? Uh, not much, just uh, chilling out. Uh, I haven't had my first steps yet. But, um, yeah, I, I don't want to because otherwise I'll be forced to run on a beach in Thailand. <laughs> You wrote these, and they suck. Uh, 
No. This is really fucked. Hey, uh, look, Blanket, you, in the stand-up show, you killed, and that was all mine, so fucking do the lines. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, my name's Blanket. Uh, I, I, I said my first word a few days ago. I said, Mama. And my dad said, Shut up, don't say a name. <laughs> That's Good. an in-joke, applying to the Little Dum Dum Club. Yeah. <laughs> Delivered terribly, but yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. What, what about... Just, just cut to the last one, then, Blanket. <laughs> oh, wow. You're getting the light, Blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it's, de- it's delivered blanket with all the panache... Of, it's delivered with all the panache of some cunt that's been sitting backstage for about an hour and a half, so... <laughs> uh... You want to know my real name? It's Kappa Chandler, named after my real dad. This is what you wrote. Like, this is... I can't believe you wanted me to do that one. It's the worst. I'm just trying to somehow get you to get a laugh, all right? Uh, um, Blanket? Yeah, well, I don't... Um, uh... I can't. I've got to go. Uh, oh, yeah, go, go. Can someone throw me? Okay, thanks, Blanket. Can someone Blanket. throw me under a car? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. the most shit ventriloquist act I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Are you, talk, are, you, are you talking about me and Tommy? Oh, <laughs> Stuff her back in the bag. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tommy, are you sure you've never jerked off a dude before? Because Carl's got all this white shit on his oh, pen. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. There's like a stain there. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. definitely cum. Yeah. 100%. It's not, uh, it's not 100%. 100%. I can tell. That, Sonia, that's Some what happens blood. when you jack off in a park. <laughs> you tend to come on your own shoes. <laughs> right, Carl? I don't think I've done it in a park. Good. There's a park across the road. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's Quick. go. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sonia, sorry to uh, yeah, sorry to just talk about how you were just here to fill in for someone else mm. who couldn't make it. Mm. But honestly, like, even though it was all pretty last minute, you'll you you won't even notice. We've adapted to you being here. So tell us why are you so angry all the time? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not angry. That was so. <laughs> that was a good plug for so your new show, Sonia. We have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I've jerked off heaps of dudes. It's not easy. That's why I was so late. (laughs) I was in that park across the road. (laughs) All right. That was. It was so bad. All right. Was was that Husey or was that just. That was just me. That was just me. All right. Um, hey, thanks for doing this. Thanks for being last minute. You were up in Sydney. You are from Melbourne. Yes. Um, you've been beautiful from... city of Melbourne. Right. Oh, right. Love it. Wow. Good drugs still. Okay. Uh, I was just blowing smoke up Sydney's arms. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> how's it been? You've been here for a week or two? Yeah, been here for a week or two. Yes. Yeah. Anything? I'm, yeah, I met some people who I just, I wish I was more like them. I'm very shy, reserved. I met these two women at a pub the other night Cleveland is that a place the Cleveland yeah is that like good or dodgy or 
good. Anyway, I met these two women and they were stealing wine glasses, like four of them. <laughs> the, the bartender came over because the wine glasses were all empty and he went to grab them and the woman was just like, no, we're still using them. You're like so brazen, like they're all empty. So he went away and then he came back as she was like filling her handbag with them. <laughs> He's like, you can't take them. <laughs> the pub's, oh, why not? Why do you care? Why do you care? He's like, well, what if I came to your house and took your stuff? Yeah, what do you want? I don't care. <laughs> can take it. It was fucked. But I wish I was – I wish that was me. I wish I had – yeah. You can, hey, you can still steal stuff from here. It's fine. Oh, like, really? The night's still young. They've got plastic cups. They've got oh, the wine yeah, glasses. Yeah, yeah. Don't bother stealing them. Yeah. So I've been inspired by the Sydney locals. Right. So that's where you take out of Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawrence is like, no, it's got, it's got. I've been here before. I've seen the fucking opera house. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me some free shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah right. And drugs. I need. I'm looking for drugs. Oh god. Anyway. <laughs> so I was feeling bad about introducing you to the mix. You're on your fucking own. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I have been microdosing Dexies. Um, I wanted to be alert. Dexies, cool. have you just been doing your tax? <laughs> what? Dexies oh. just. <laughs> they were the, the drug du jour for a long time during the comedy festival because all the kids have got ADHD and they're easy so to get. They, they're pretty good. Keeps you um, awake. I mean, it's pharmaceutical speed, and uh, if you take one and you get, you know, high, you know you haven't got ADHD, so... Yes. You were doing that for a... controlled experiment. You were doing it for a medical reason, not Absolutely. Research. It always is research, Carl. (laughs) I want to share my knowledge. Right. What what were you doing when you were driving at 150... K another, down the highway. Another classic clinical trial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, Tommy, and uh, despite your cynicism, um, I was uh, heading down to the Mornington Peninsula to celebrate Easter, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> with my wife and family. And uh, I thought, I've only had... Uh, 15 standard drinks and a couple of joints and some Dexies and uh, half a pill. I think I've got this. And so I was actually doing uh, 174, but they reduced it to 168. Oh, nice. It was nice. Um, just, just but what I was doing yeah. at the time was uh, flicking a joint or the end of it out of the sunroof <laughs> and, and listening to Rocket Man by Elton John. <laughs> This is this that is absolutely the opening scene yeah. of the Moon Man movie. Yeah, yeah, Moon Man. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to look at the photo because uh, the cops didn't pull me over. Thank fuck. Um, so it's a photo of my number plate disappearing into the distance, and I'm sure that you can actually see an ember coming out of the top of the car. And I lost my licence for 12 months and was fined $1,000 and had to do a safe driving course and the car was impounded for 30 days and the cops came around to my house um, to take me down to the police station and when the cops knock on your door, uh, the people that answer the door expect that the cops are going to say that somebody has died and um, I wasn't at home and... uh, (laughs) 
of all the people that my wife knows, I'm the most likely to die. <laughs> to die. Um, <laughs> through misadventure. Because I'll probably, you know, just... If somebody goes, do you want to go to fucking Eastern Creek in the back of the ute and just pull some cones and <laughs> fucking shoot up tonight and get involved in a five-way, it's like, all right. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you have an understanding? Like, your wife knows you. you know, she knows that you're the sort of person that does fucking insane stuff. So does that mean, do you have to text her at some stage to go, I'm going to be home tonight or I'm going to be normal tonight? No, she I'm... sleeps pretty soundly. <laughs> and... <laughs> Because she said, are you going to be home? I said, I'll be home straight after the show, which is going to be 5 a.m. And, <laughs> and that's my shit in the fridge. <laughs> I'm going to go home, shit in the fridge, and say it was Cam. Um, <laughs> Cam fucking just blurted in the crisper. Um, <laughs> I'm starting to regret this. <laughs> Don't worry. Thought it out, run it. No one listens to this. Uh, (laughs) So that's what I was doing. And plus, you know, I'm a very good driver. Um, (laughs) That's that's why they sent you to the school, to teach others. Yeah. (laughs) But seriously, I went to this safe driving course and it wasn't a safe driving course. It was basically 12 blokes just talking about what they fucking did. And... (laughs) Well done, matey. So it was like AA. Yeah. It was like that, AA. Is that what you take out of everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're fucking legends. <laughs> now I'm in jail. These cunts are fucking These are mad. Cunt. Actually, and I can jack off They're... a dude. <laughs> Time for another meeting at Yarn Central. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pattern emerging. Um... I feel right. so sober. Yeah. I feel like I've never <laughs> been drunk in my life. Yeah. All right. Should I do, a, should I do an update of uh, uh, donations? Oh yeah. Um, what what's this run for? So I'm running. I, uh, I'm running for to raise money for Shake It Up Australia. Uh, and what's Shake It Up Australia like a Taylor Swift foundation or? <laughs> it's a great milkshake restaurant in Hawthorne. Yeah. Uh, someone just donated. Reese Thomas just donated seven dollars twenty eight to say your bag is sitting in the beer puddle. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like that the bag was the the bag was the priority as oh, well. Fuck. Not your baby is sitting yeah. in the beer puddle. <laughs> baby, yeah. baby's it's just your bag. I'm yeah. spilling out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did oh, you she's... did you buy that baby for this or did you bring it from home? Was this a practice plane? baby before you had your actual baby? No, you just no, wanted to see no. if you Did you wipe it? this baby's bot bot in your hotel room? No. And I don't want to tell you the things I've seen. You breastfeed it. <laughs> You, you thought jacking off a bull was weird. Holy fuck. Yeah. Hang on, Blanket's ha- piping up hey, again. Hey, Blanket, does Carl stick his nipple in your oh, mouth and oh. feed you? All right. He makes me watch webcams of Thailand <laughs> while he jacks off. <laughs> I wrote that one. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to see that, Blanket. Your dad wanking. <laughs> Um, uh, your kids told me the same thing. <laughs> they saw but Carl wanking. Carl wanking. All right. Only six more hours, guys, and then we can all go home. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Can please. we move every where there's more every, rain? Every <laughs> pub in Sydney is shut now and we're still going. So, <laughs> uh, uh, What else? Uh, well, people are saying dumb things. Someone just said, uh, uh, is a donation of $40 more content from the vet, which from the stand-up show, there was, a guy, there was a vet before that was telling fucking insane stories about being paid money to resuscitate animals <laughs> that were dead. Have you got any more? Have you got any more? You got no more. That was a good one. What was that? He, re- he resuscitated dead he, animals. He got, he got bri- someone tried to bribe him. They brought in a rabbit that was dead and right. they said, is it, is it worth, <laughs> is it worth, they, they tried to give him 50 bucks to bring a rabbit back to life. Right. Was it, was it a magician? <laughs> <laughs> He's suffocated. Did he have a hat. top hat on? <laughs> I actually, um, that was a bit of a trigger for me because my dog Rupert was, uh, euthanized in November last oh, year. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, it's very, you know, sad and obviously there's, a, you know, a bedside manner that the vet has and she was like, you know, are you ready? And the, you know, syringe is pushed and then the dog, you know, goes to sleep and uh, she said, you know, take as long as you want. And she was in the, the, the room with us, the consulting suite and um, it was pretty emotional Weird thing was, I'd come from a corporate and I was dressed as Malcolm Turnbull. <laughs> That's the truth. And it would so, have been better if he got busted for speeding. So, like yeah. <laughs> so the dog's like, oh, fuck, the Prime Minister's here. Um, <laughs> but, you know, after a while, uh, it was probably, you know, we'd spent f- half an hour with the, the dead dog and... Um, the vet just slides this little cremation brochure across. Like you might want to think about, you know, what box you put it in. It's like, oh, fuck, after sales. Um, <laughs> so we, we, we picked one. And um, it's got a photo on top of it, so... I just wonder, I've, I've looked, I've held the box of ashes, and I just wonder, is the microchip in there? And if I reported it missing... Oh! Oh, yeah. Would they be able to find it? Um, That'd be cremated. Surely the microchip can't stand up to that heat, could it? Probably, Carl. <laughs> You're fucking serious? So it's Sorry comedy for trying night, to help mate. your fucking story out. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't need your fucking help. Um, <laughs> pl- please end this. Um, welcome, welcome to the Mythbusters podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Vet, how much do you charge to resuscitate a flailing podcast? <laughs> <laughs> or take its temperature. <laughs> Fuck, my baby's funny after all. Yeah. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> All right, that'll do. <laughs> if you won't end it, Tommy, I will. Uh, thanks, everyone, for coming. Uh, give it up for our guest, Lawrence Mooney. Thank you. Cam Knight. Sonia DiOrio. Thanks, thanks very Susie. much for coming, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. And whew, they certainly have done it again. Mm, that was done. 
Not for the first time. I concur. Um, great, great live. Hopefully, uh, you guys liked that. We thought it was uh, the Moon Man. Obviously, dominated. Coming out on uh, all engines blazing. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't done any. Hasn't done any live comedy for a while. I think he was absolutely backed up. He was telling us that before we went on, mm. and you could definitely see it where he came out and just went full throttle. Yeah, no time wasted. No, getting straight into it, talking about getting bummed and copping reach arounds, and <laughs> just <laughs> just going hell for leather. Hopefully, um, it all comes across well, guys. Um, you know, there's always there's the there's the risk sometimes at live shows when we've done stand up first that the guests are fucking morons and come on and just start talking about the stand up we've mm-hmm. done. Um, or the crowd start doing that, and you at home don't know what the references are. So hopefully we've we've done our best to uh, to give context to everything that happens, including visual cues and stuff like that in yep. the show. But um, I don't know cues. Yes, <laughs> so, cues didn't turn up. Cuesy. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, yeah, so very fun show. Um, thanks everyone to Sid from Sydney for turning up. Uh, selling that show out. Yep. Um, it was a very fun night. We did, Tommy and I did stand up beforehand, obviously, as well, and that was a real ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely crowd. Everyone laughed a lot at everything. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's sort of the aim. Heaps of fun. And as you heard mentioned in this episode, uh, now that you in the real world, not in podcast world, but you're done with your Newcastle run, mm. uh, I will start run Melbourne. Run Melbourne in Newcastle. Um, I'll start plugging this. I've mentioned it briefly on the show before, but you just heard me talk about it in that episode. I'm doing the City to Surf in Sydney in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, look, I know we've been going pretty hard on the fundraising in the last little while, but uh, if you if you have any more shekels to kick in, I'm uh, raising money for the Children's Cancer Institute. I am going to be running 14 kilometres through Sydney, through some of the wealthiest areas of Sydney, wearing a shirt with a cartoon drawing of me jacking off a bull on it. <laughs> so uh, if you would like to kick in, um, yeah, to the Children's Cancer Institute, hopefully I can get some of the money back from them for <laughs> potential legal fees when I get locked up for, I guess, Basically committing a crime of being in public while wearing pornography oh, on my chest. I thought you were saying you wanted to get some of the money going, well, I was a kid and I did have cancer, so <laughs> can I keep some of this? Yeah, this is like a trust fund. Yeah, right. <laughs> we caught a couple of taxis to the hospital. You know, that wasn't cheap, yep. you know, 15 years ago. So if I could do that now. Mm-hmm. If I could Adjusting that for now. inflation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, I'll put the link up on all the socials. Like I said, not to be uh, completely uh, draining you guys of uh, your generosity and your funds, uh, but yes, this obviously... A, uh, a a cause that's close to my heart and something that we've spent a lot of time making fun of on this show, so it would be nice to give <laughs> something positive back to those guys. And, yeah, if you're in Sydney... Yeah, can- you- cancer's had a bad rap on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're in Sydney and you want to... Yeah, if, you, if you're planning to be lining the streets for the city, city to surf, keep an eye out for me. If you're running it, uh, get in touch, because I believe at the moment I'm up there just doing it by myself. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'll be in Bondi just loitering around probably... Yeah, I reckon it's going to fuck me. You were just saying you just did the 10 kilometres. Well, uh, you know, look, we talk about that yeah, next week. Sure. Um, but I did my run and uh, it's been, now been – the day after, I did, I was like, oh, I did that pretty easy. The second day after, I was like, oh, my legs are a bit fucked now. Yeah. So yeah. could be a bit of a creeper on you. But then again, 
I did, you know, generally after a big run, you're supposed to do a bit of a warm down exercise. Mm-hmm. I sat on a stool and did a podcast <laughs> and drank beer. So, yeah, probably not the per- – it's not what Steve Monaghetti used to do, I don't believe. It's a yeah, a bit of a missed opportunity. We should have lined up a, um, a masseuse to come out and just be oh. rubbing, rubbing deep heat on you during the podcast. Wow. That, that would have been, been something. That would have been great. Um, so, yeah, chip in for that if you can and uh, keep an eye out for that sort of stuff online. I'll be, uh, yeah, I'll be updating us in a future episode. But, yeah, great times up in Sydney. Always fun going up there. Great to pack out, uh, sell out the Giant Dwarf Theatre two years in a row. Good on us. Good on us. Yeah. Um, yeah, very fun time, this, including the stand-up. So thanks very much. Um, like we said at the top of the show, so Perth is the next show. We've sold that out. Mm-hmm. Um We've got Hobart. We're going down to Hobart for the very first time. As we speak right now, there is literally single-figure tickets left mm-hmm. if you want to go to that. It's, yep. a, it's a small room. We didn't know how many of you guys were going to come, so we, we booked a, a relative. It's, it's okay. It's tri- triple figures in the room, but yep. um, we didn't know how many we would fit. So um, And yeah. then once those tickets are gone, I believe that's it. I don't think we really have any wiggle room to oh, not at push all. out. I, so, yeah. I don't I think we are jamming people in as it is. Right. So yeah, that's that's it. So if you're down there, this is your big chance for us to uh, to see us live down there. First time ever. Mm-hmm. And that'll be a real ball of a weekend. We've got our guests lined up already. Um that's gonna be a really fun weekend just to come down and hang out in Hobart and then Look, the classic comedy, good comedy room is a small room that's packed. Yes. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Yes. So that's going to be – I'm really looking forward to that already. Yeah, always exciting to go somewhere brand new with the potty as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, of course, ignore um, the local comedy industry wherever we go and just bring <laughs> our own friends from wherever. Yep, pretty yep. much. Yep. <laughs> we uh, we kind of did that with this episode. Yes. We had two people on that we know from Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Um, but we did try and get – Sydney people, but oh, there's yeah. no one around. This this was actually, you know, we did talk about it a little bit on the app, but it it went from absolute, you know, from a drought to a fucking thunderstorm. It was like uh, uh, the other way around in terms of last year, we had six guests on the show in our Sydney show. Mm. This year, we got there and had one confirmed. Yeah. And then midway through the night, we were like, oh, Cam Knight can get there. Yeah. And then Husey pulled out. Yeah, and then I remember that Sonia was at a gig around the corner. Yeah, so, uh, hit her up midway through the show. Um, but very fun show, great crowd. Thank you everyone for being part of it, and mm-hmm. and for buying heaps of merch as well, which was great because I did talk about it online. But I was within yeah, I I I was nearly couldn't have fit my suitcase on the plane, yep. and then came home easy. Yeah, I yeah, bought a heap of, heap of shit, and that great stuff where where people like to um. They want a souvenir, so they come up and they go, oh, great, I'll get a burger shirt and large. They went within five minutes. Okay, well, I guess I'm getting an aware shirt in 4XL, even though <laughs> that's not what I take at all. I'll just hang it on my wall like a flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. So thank you for there's, – there's quite a few people that just very clearly bought things that didn't fit them at all. So mm-hmm. thank you for doing that. Yeah, thanks yeah. for – thanks for um Making the luggage limit a little easier on this guy. Totally. Especially when I flew home with Jetstar, which I was a little bit concerned about. Mm. More than one reason. Um, yeah, so next week is the Newcastle episode. Um, so that'll be that is a absolute blinder. So um yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be great. Uh what else is news, Tommy Daslow? Maybe there's um there's, there's no other there's no other live, live apps or anything like that really coming no, up, nothing, is there? Uh, there's nothing in the nothing pipe, really? No, I don't think um, so. Trying to think, yeah, we got those two. That'll be sort of it for the end of the year, I guess. Kinda, I guess. yeah. Yeah, at the moment. 
I got my exhibition coming up. Oh, yeah. If people are interested in that, opening night, November the 20th at Bayside Gallery on Brunswick Street in Fitzroy. It's on until December the 1st. Currently working away on that. Huffing paint. Yep. Doing drawings of little monsters with their dicks out. Nice. Should be good. Nice. Um, look, we, we are going to do a Patreon read in a minute. Um, it's, yeah, look, it's a nice reminder that we do do these bonus episodes. Mm. Um, so if you guys, what you really like about you know what we do is the is the is the podcast. Uh, you can get a free one every month. Well, it's free. You, you're chipping in, An but extra, you, extra, yeah, a bonus one. And, and we've tr- been trying to do sort of some different little ideas, so it's not just the, exactly the same. Like last month went down very well. It was an episode where we went and ate at the Gold Cafe that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yep, uh, we ate gold, and then we went and filmed a um, TV show with Nazim Hussain. Yeah. Uh, we were on the set and we were part of it, um, some new show that was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that got really good reviews. Um, people were we, really into that. Yeah, we we did a bootleg episode of this show within a TV show that right. we were part of filming. So yeah. uh, some sort of covert action going on there. Um, and yeah, I guess, yeah, very I, – I can't wait to see what happens with – Particularly our involvement in this episode of this Absolutely. show. <laughs> Absolutely. Hopefully some stuff to talk about down the line. Absolutely. But some incredibly good shit on our part. If we if if they've got any brains in their heads at all, mm. they will leave heaps of us in. Because we'll be real funny. Oh, we were killing it. Yeah. But I could I can totally see them just cutting us completely out. Yeah. And there being no rem- remainder left of us. Well, either way, you know, when it's out, if we've been edited out, we that's that's kind of great for us in a way in terms of this show because we can then just give the behind the curtain of like here's here's all the good, here's all the funny little quips we were coming out yeah, with. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I, Who knows what way it's going to go? I'd rather get clips of us being absolute dickheads on TV. Oh, the dream. Prime time. The on, dream on a major network. <clears throat> either way, be fun to be able to talk about it without breaching the NDA that we signed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck that! Who cares? We're not being specific. We're not saying anything about yeah. the uh, specific. We're allowed to say what that did, we did what, a thing. What's it, what? What was on that NDA? What was on that agreement that I didn't read at all? Just we can't talk about anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm, no, I don't believe in that. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about when it comes on TV. Yep. Yep. Um, sweet. Uh, so yeah, jump on, jump onto the bonus episodes. Uh, sign up. Um, and you will get one of them per month. We do our best to make them super fun and slightly different and a little yeah. bit looser. We do put, yeah, we don't just we don't just sit here for an extra hour. Like we do, yeah, we do put some effort into making it a bit of a a bit of a treat, yeah. a bit of a different format. So yeah, if you've been we were just if you've been held about, off, like oh, I don't need another fucking one of them. That's fine. You do actually hear different stuff. Yeah, yeah. We we were just talking about our next month's one just before we started recording. So uh, I think that'll be fun. Which will be well. good. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, all right. Well, well, that's that's enough. That's enough gabbing. Let's just get into it. Let's mm. uh, get into the extension of the Patreon talk, which is, of course, you, when you sign up at patreon.com slash the little dum dum club, you can get a bonus episode for the $10 tier. Uh, you can get bonus magazine, the $5 tier. And uh, either of those tiers, you or, or above, you can get your, the chance to have your name read out. You, you have your chain, ch- you have your name put in the mix, and then it gets spat out randomly. Hopefully, fingers crossed by the uh, unplanned title alternator, mm. uh, grand piece of machinery that we have. Uh, look, we're probably we're probably the basically sort of the face of it. I, I, I don't know if too many other high profile. 
podcasts use this piece of uh, technology. So uh, yeah, I've heard of other podcasts where they say names, but I've never heard of them when they do those names referencing mm. the unplanned title alternator. Yep. Now that might mean they have another system. That might mean that they're in some way ashamed of the unplanned title alternator. Right. That well, they that, don't feel the need to go on about it every week. I think they're probably angling for the sponsorship. Whereas I don't know whether we're kind or stupid by like constantly naming. The technology uh, right. we're using, but um, I mean, to me, it's just like sort of saying, you know, oh, I'll get a Tic Tac. You know, you don't say mints; you just think of Tic Tacs or right, um, you know, band aids. So to us, there is no competitor. Yeah, it's the only one. Yeah, it's the ubiquitous yes software for this. So we don't mean task to be that we perform plugging the brand. It's just to us that's what it it's is. It's so intrinsically linked to yes. the idea of reading out a different number of names every week. It's a common noun. It's, yeah. not, it's, <laughs> yes. not, it's not a brand anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's crack in. Let's get into it. How yep. many do you reckon we should do this week? Uh, let's see. Mm, how many this week? Take your time. Okay. All right. I'll have a good thing. Um, well, look, I think I think we definitely need to do a few. Oh, at least. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think we should do what we've been doing lately and doing zero or one. Mm. Uh, we should definitely do a few more than that. Well, yeah. People people are paying. They want to hear their name. Yeah. You know, where it's not fair to have them listen. It's not fair to have people wade through all that shit that they just heard of Lawrence Mooney being really funny. Yeah. And us killing in front of a live crowd. You know, yeah. they've had to – they've put up with all that to hear this and then we just do two or three names. Well, personally, I thought it was ridiculous the other week when – you know, you decide. I said, you know, pick a random number, and you pick zero. Mm. And so we did this whole setup, and then we just sat there and looked at the machine and didn't read out any names. Yeah, that was very random. That of was me, you're right. That was very silly, mm. and I I don't want to repeat that. Well, it's also silly of you to put that responsibility in my hands mm. if you're not going to be satisfied with what I end up coming well, I out won't, with. I won't be doing it again. Lesson yeah. learned. Right, you, you won't be doing it again. Yeah. Now, how many should we do? <laughs> <laughs> Are you seriously asking me how many we should do? Yeah, yeah. I think we should do at least double the other week. At least double zero? Yes. Okay. Well, <clears throat> you so you weren't happy with zero? No. Okay. Not at all. And don't pick a lower number. Okay. Because I don't oh, know yeah. how we would do it. We don't want to retract names yeah, that yeah. we've done previously. <laughs> I don't want to take back <laughs> Daniel Hill from last yeah. week. <laughs> we read it backwards. So now it doesn't count. <laughs> Um. All right. Uh, what about what man, about this? Is hard. Let me. I need some inspiration. I'm just going to look at my hand. Okay. <laughs> inspiration. You can't do come amount of names. These little. <laughs> you can't do. A, hang on. These little things that I use to grab. You what? Know, grab onto things. What? What do you grab onto? Uh, my phone. Yeah. Little um, pen. What I'm little, doing right. Little what? A pen. Okay. Or a pencil. Okay. <clears throat> I didn't think you'd finish that word when you said pen, but anyway. My 15th pen. <laughs> okay. One. What are you doing over there? It's all a bit quiet. Let's do five. Well, let's do five. Okay. All right. How did, and how did you get that number? I counted the number of fingers oh, on my hand. Okay. And I then didn't, added I'm, one. I missed. Because I'm severely inbred. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tommy Simpson it is. Um <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber number one, Cab Off the Rank, this week. Thank you, too, for the the ongoing uh, sponsorship that you give us, Aaron Goodrich. Well, well, well. I like this. Aaron Goodenrich. 
What? Well, she's she's Erin Goodrich. I'm just saying she's good and rich. She's oh, good and rich yeah, enough yeah. to be chucking in money to our little pot. So she's like, so she's rich, but she's you know, she's good. She's good with that money, right? You well, know, she until don- now. Well, she donates to things. You know, she right. helps. She supports the arts. Right, right. You know? She's the not arts. bad rich. She's not like you know, funneling that money into like toxic waste plants and stuff like that. So that's that's what we should be calling these people, just patrons of the arts. Yeah, yeah. They should um, they should have that thing like they should be wearing they called stoles around their necks. You know when you see like uh, like people in the like like an older richer lady in the uh, say like a Marx Brothers movie. They've always got like a stole like a a mink around their neck. You know those oh, things. Oh yeah, like the fur, they're called stoles. Like are they? Yeah, fur. Oh, like a fur coat. It's like a fur scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like literally a dead animal just draped yeah, around yeah, the yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So all of our supporters should be wearing them. What if we? What if that was our deal? Where if you chuck in, you you know some people. If you're a member of something, you get a card or you get a flag or a scarf or something. We did a stole. We did a, like a dead fox that oh, you the, got to no, stick no, around your neck that looks like us. Right. <laughs> it's just got our head draped over your shoulder. That'd be great. Me on one end and you on the other, like cat dog. Right. <laughs> But you know, have you've got that have you got that image in your head where it's like, you know, a, an older heiress. Yep. And they've and they've got the rest of the gear on, they've got the hair done, they've got like not a monocle, but like a little when you hold those glasses the holding up, up with a stick. Yeah. God. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever that's what called. What more evidence do you need that we could not be further from the aristocracy that yeah. we don't even know the names of any of the items that's, of clothing? That's like from This broad a, she's wearing the a fucking I don't know, a sack over a rat, her chest. And she's got a stick in her eye and <laughs> But that's such an old school reference that that's you know I'm, I think I'm forgiven for not knowing what it is because it's like I think it only happened in cartoons anyway. The, yeah, the era of when rich people got around like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. People don't do that anymore. Yeah, but yeah, what if we just sent that out to everyone? So because in the context of like the rest of it with the dress and the and the, the the glasses and the mm-hmm. hair and everything, the stole makes sense. But if you're just walking down the street in tracksuit pants, yeah, and a singlet, and then you've got like the dead fox hanging around your pretty neck, pretty good. It looks insane. It's pretty good. It would be insane. What do you think? And I know, like, this isn't this isn't like a super serious question because we are a fair way away from, I think, thinking about that. But what would you say is the next move for merch for us? Oh. What's the next thing that you would want to do that we don't already have? In the inventory. I don't know. Because getting around to the hat was a big one. Yeah, it took a long time to get to the hat. Mm. So, I don't know if there's... there's oh. What's 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 the gap? Yeah, you're you right. Know? That's what we, we need to... Did, we were looking into tote bags. They're one that people they're have asked fucked. about. But they're too, they're too expensive to yep. get done. Yeah, no. Nah. So, they're, probably off, the, um, they're yeah. probably off the agenda. Sorry, guys. People have been asking about hoodies. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had them ages ago. Yeah. Yeah, we could possibly get hoodies done again. Yeah. We, there's always a, a little bit of a market, but just as we're getting out of winter, right. some great timing. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I, I did look into those promotional items, like a like a keep cup, like a, oh, a yeah. water bottle. Yeah. That sort of thing. I don't know. People like that. It would be good to try out something just like a bit of a, you know, oh, a different type of shirt, a singlet, a hat. Like, it would be good to just do a complete right turn. Yes. And just get something, just get something weird. Yeah. Limited run, maybe yeah. it costs a bit more, yeah. but there'd be enough. But if you just got, there'd be enough people that'd be into it if yeah. you did a weird enough thing. Yeah, a water bottle would be a good one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Let us know if there's anything. But yeah, I, I think we've, I think we're doing all right. I think we've picked the right things. Like totally. Oh, I'm not saying we need. Like I said, this is a ways off happening. Yeah. 
but it just is an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. A scarf would be cool, but I don't know. I don't know where you get them done. What about a phone cover? That's not bad. That's not a bad idea. That's a pretty good one, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's all right. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we'll the official O four three eight phone cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With instructions for how to put on airplane mode. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Aaron Goodrich. Good name, Aaron. What do you think about Aaron? Don't mind Aaron. Mm. As a name. Yeah. Got. I've got. Mm. I've come around to it. I never liked it when I was younger, but I'm. I'm a lot more into it now. Oh, so you knew a bad Aaron when you were younger? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It feels feels to me. Mm, is it good Rick? Is it Aaron Good Rick? Maybe. Um, good Rich. I'd, I'd prefer to live in the world where it's Good Rich. That's so much better. Yeah, it is. But also, Good Rick is on brand with us. Mm, it's quite true. good. True. Good Rick. Aaron Good Rick. Good Rich. Okay. Well, right. what are your thoughts on Aaron? Uh, you know, it, it did. It struck me as soon as I read it out. I was like, "This is an attractive name." But then, the more we talked about it, I was like, mm, "I think I went off at mid mid conversation." It's never struck me as a particularly attractive name. I guess because it's like, it kind of feels like it looks like you're about to say or spell Eric. Right? Did you ever dance? Did you ever do like um, school dances? Yeah. Did you do like traditional? What sort of dances did you do? Um, we would have, we had dance in class yep. when I went to an all boys school and it was just like a way of you meeting the, like girls. Oh, really? Yeah. So you would like meet in a neutral venue and meet girls from another school? Yeah, but with us it was, it was really weird because we had. I, By the I, way, there's a reason I've brought this up, but we'll get to that. Yep. Go. What do you mean? Well, I I just realised it's a very hard right where I've we've been talking about oh yeah Aaron and Goodrick and oh yeah did you ever do dancing class yeah, yeah 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 there's a reason for it yeah sure um we because my school had a sister school but then we did a dancing class and it was with girls not from our it was from a different all girls school right than the school that was our sister school and right. I don't quite know why I don't really know why that was you don't want to dance with your sister <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it yeah. Um, but yeah, we'd do that. And then I think, so you would do these, yeah, you would learn how to do these dumb dances. And I, from memory. And by dumb dances, you mean really old dances? Old school, like, yeah, like getting into partners and like waltzes and shit like that. Yeah. Building up to, I guess, a, what, like a social, like a final night social school dance. Like a ball. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, where then you go and it's like. The the whole build up of the classes is like then now you'll know all these dances for right. when we do the big yeah but also it's like you've spent you know whatever half an hour on each dance and then you get to the thing and it's like no one's interested in dancing right we're just trying to you know get fingered out the back right we <laughs> sneak away and have a have a durry you right know, oh, how old how old sneak are you some booze in um that must have been year ten oh, year nine really? year ten yeah. Okay, because we only did it in primary school, so right. we'd, we'd have balls in like grade three or grade four. You can get or, figured in primary school. Mm, not even in Maribor, I don't think we did that. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of them was Pride of Erin. I think that's coloured. Okay, that's coloured that name for me since oh, then. Right, that was the school. That no, no, no. That was a, the name of a dance. Ah, oh, right. The Pride of Erin. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bit, bit yuck. Yeah. Well, that's you know I don't think that the the girl's name Foxtrot is particularly sexy oh, really? for the same reason. What about Watusi? <laughs> uh, thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber Brendan Byrne. Ooh, B Y R N E. Hmm. B B. 
BB. Double Bs. I don't mind burn. I don't mind that spelling of burn as a surname. Yep. Pretty cool. Yep. You know, it's, I agree. Uh, it's agree. out of the ordinary. Agree. Brendan, not so much. Not so much for me. What about Bren? Can you abbreviate Brendan to Dan? Someone must have done. That's like, a there fucking must have long. A, it's a long bow. It's a long bow. But I don't mind it because you've been dealt a bit of a shit hand there. For sure. And to get Dan, Dan's cool. To get Dan out of it. I, I don't know. I feel like Dan's just as bad. I think I'd oh, rather really? I'd rather be Brendan. I'd rather be Brendo than be Dan. Really? Yeah, Dan's boring. Dan. What What about Dan Byrne? That's that's all right. I don't mind Dan Byrne. Brenny Brenny Byrne. Brenny Byrne. Brenny Byrne. Brenny Brenny. Bren Byrne. Bren Byrne. Shout out to our friend Brendan who listens to this. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Danny Byrne. If you if you t- changed it from Brendan to Dan to Danny. If you met someone called Danny, they went, "Oh right, Daniel." No no no, Brendan. Brendan. You're like, you are fucking taking liberties, my friend. <laughs> but that's also, I feel like. After you've gotten the intro, Danny, my name's Danny Byrne. You go, okay, this guy's a real live wire. Yeah, I can. That's exactly the sort of move I'd expect you to pull. Yeah, so yeah. So I yeah. think you'd be braced for it. I think you'd be expecting it. Yeah, Brent, to go from Brendan Byrne to Danny Byrne. That's a whole different guy. Mm. A whole different, totally guy different guy to be going out and hitting the tiles with. That's Danny like Byrne. to go back to school again. That's like summer holidays. He's gone away. Family yes. trip, yep. he's reinvented himself, yep. he's come back, start of year 11, different guy. He's popping his collar. Yeah. He's got growth, a leather jacket on. Growth spurt, acne's gone, yeah. slicked back hair, yeah. all of it. Yeah. His mum's not buying clothes for him anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's picked yeah. out his own stuff when he's gone down the <laughs> beach for summer. He's come back with a shark tooth necklace. Oh, yeah, the coolest. Danny The Byrne. coolest thing going around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like it. I like. Well, I'm. I'm re- le- I did legitimately do that one summer holidays. Come back, shark tooth necklace. Really? This is me now, folks. Frosted tips. Uh, yeah, I did. Not did you ever dye your tips. hair? I did have blonde hair for a bit. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, blonde. Dye it yourself? Uh, I did it myself a couple of times. There was this phase that. Everyone at my school went through of getting this product. I think it's still around. This product called Sunin, which was just like this, yeah, basically bleach right. that you could just would dye your hair. But like it, it kind of to start with, it wouldn't look like it was working. So you'd put a bit in, and then you'd be in the sun, and you'd go, "I need to put more in." Right. And so all these kids would come back from summer holidays with just this like absolute fucking white hair. Great. And like my school weren't into it, so then the move would be. You get sent home and have to go and like have your head shaved. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, but then, yeah. Then when I moved schools, I had, yeah, I had the long blonde for quite a while. Long blonde. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Any pictures exist of this phenomenon? Pictures totally exist, and you know what's funny? We didn't get to again. We're jumping ahead, but we didn't get round to talking about it in the Newcastle episode, which I thought we would. I I talked about this a while ago on the show. Nick Kappa went to my parents' house and did some work for my dad. Oh, save did it. Did some work in the Can yard. Can we save this for another episode? No, no, there's no specific thing here. But, oh. like, he, I, I was like, this will be funny. Kappa will, you know, do – I'll get some dirt on Kappa being fucked from my dad. Yeah. But it, but then I realised, oh, Kappa's just in my parents' house with all these photos of me as a child <laughs> and a teenager. There's, yeah, there's a few photos of me in my parents' house, like long blonde hair. Wow. Really long blonde hair. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've dyed my Honestly, hair. me talking about my hair and it being long and blonde, it's like, 
It's like talking about a partner that died in a car crash. Yeah. Like it's, it's making me very upset. <laughs> dyed my hair once ever, I think. Like black. Dyed of black. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Your hair's so dark already. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it didn't go like a million degrees or anything. I was just like, oh, never, ever done this. I've never dyed my hair in any... And I, I'm not the sort of person that would dye it blonde. Yeah. So what, what are you going to dye it if... It, you're either going to dye it blonde or... What's the other thing to dye it? Not, like, not fucking orange or anything. Yeah, right, right. I, my cousin tried to really hard. He got it in his head. He really wanted to dye his hair grey. <laughs> right. Like, in his 20s, he was like, oh, what if you just had, like, grey old man hair? Yeah. And tried really hard. And it just... He couldn't get it done. Because you'd have to dye it white first. You'd, and then bring it back. so to, costly. Like, yeah, yeah. You'd be in there for, and like, you're just scorching hours. your head. Yeah, Like, yeah, it's totally. really bad for you. Yeah. Like, either... If you really want it that bad, just wait. It'll come. Like, right. don't fuck it. If I had more hair, I would be... I probably would be going wild with the, like, bleaching and stuff. Really? Right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're only saying that because, you know, you, you, if it came now, came back now, you'd be like, let's do something with it. You... you Otherwise, you'd be just taking it for granted. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's true. But no, I, I do think I probably would. I mean, I did it when I was younger. Right. I probably would have gone through the phase again of being like, yeah, why not? New um, look, new look, new me. Yeah. But you're right. Being bald, it is like it is like the guy in a relationship being like, yeah, I could have had any woman in that bar last night yeah, if yeah. I was single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if she came back, this is what I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you didn't do that when she was here. Yeah. No, if it was there, I'd have a pink afro right now, I reckon. <laughs> uh, I just got a missed call then, uh, which reminds me of last night. I got a call at 12.05, 12.10, and it's like a mobile number, and I'm going, do I answer this? Because who is ringing me at that Dicey. time? Dicey, yeah. It's not going to be anything good. Yeah, except for like a listener yeah, or something like that. Yeah. But they gave their number up and I was like, oh. And then I checked my pockets. I was like, fuck, did I lose my book? Because I've got a notebook of all jokes, Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And in the front page it says, book belongs to Carl. Mm-hmm. Reward, here's the number to ring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck, where is my book? I don't think I've got my book on me. Mm-hmm. And I've just got off the tram to come home. So I thought, fuck it. All right, I'm answering this. I reckon this is this this might be someone looking for the reward. Yep. What's the reward, by the way? Uh, in the book it says fifty bucks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you in the book it says fifty bucks. But you try and haggle them down. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Because um, fuck, if I didn't have that book, no, no, no festival show next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, answer the phone. It's not someone with a book. It's someone going. Yeah. Oh no, that's right. Sorry. I. Uh, yeah. She goes. Oh yeah. Who? Who's this? Who's this? And <laughs> I'm like, start. well, you're ringing me. Yep. She's like, yeah, but is this? Which one is it out of these three? Is it? Is it basement? Basement bird? Is it basement comedy? I go, yeah, yeah. That's it. She goes, is that who I'm talking to? Basement comedy. I go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, what's this all about? I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, what, what's what's this place? I'm like, well, you rang me, mm. and you seem to know the name of it. And she's like, yeah, but what what, what do you do? I go, it's comedy. She goes, oh, <laughs> comedy night. I'm like, yeah, yeah, basement comedy yep. is a comedy night. She goes, oh, right, okay. Well, what's going on there? 
I got stand up comedies going on here. Again, this is twelve. Context, this is after midnight. This is twelve ten a.m. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay, well, 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 well give, give me an example of what what's going on there. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, who's there? I go, you'd have to tell me the date that you're interested in going. She's mm. like, yeah, well, just in general though. Just in, and I'm like, well, in general, comedians, mm. Dave Hughes, people like that. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. Mm. Okay. Well. I guess I've really just got my one main question. Like, what's that? She goes, how much is dinner? I don't know. I'm not I, – I, I don't serve meals there. She's asking you how much is dinner. Yeah, how much is dinner. Right. Like, I think you've got the, the wrong priorities. You're bringing up basement yeah. comedy, not knowing what it is, and then asking – and you really your only question is how and, much is dinner. And it shows how much you're just frothing on a potential ticket sale that you're just letting this call go. <laughs> like, oh. you're, not, you're not going, all right, bye. This is a waste of time. No, no, no. I've got her on the line. Any minute now, I'm going to close the deal. No, no. I, it wasn't like that at all. I was just like going, all right, well, I'll keep, up. I'll keep talking to you because you seem – there's something wrong with you. Why, yeah. why are you ringing me at this time of night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To ask me about these fucking details. And so, the, the fact that she thought from the way you told it at the start that you might have been Bird's Basement, which is a jazz club. Yes. In the, so has she just Googled Basement Melbourne? She just doesn't want to be on the... venues with the word basement She just it. doesn't want to be on the ground floor. Yes, yes. She, she wants to go out of the house, mm. but she wants to be underground. A real Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah, yeah, type. Yeah. She thinks there's some sort of apocalypse coming, <laughs> but she still wants to be entertained. Yeah. What's the canned food situation at this <laughs> Maybe that's what she meant by dinner. She yeah, wanted yeah. you to go, well, it's a lot of, um, yeah, it's a lot of uh, vegetables in tins, yeah. non-perishable. She's like, great, I'm in. A lot of unmarked tins, so it's a real <laughs> lucky dip. Um, What's the dress code? Hazmat suits? With, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, what do they call them when you're... you're breathing masks. What do, you, masks. what do they call those people? Um, the bunch of people who... Preppers. Doomsday preppers. Preppers. Doomsday yeah. preppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe she's a doomsday prepper. Mm, right. Um. But then she, uh, so I give her all that information, and I'm, you know, I'm running out of, I'm at my wits' end nearly mm-hmm. by the end of the conversation because I'm literally, it's like this is like a twenty minute conversation. I'm outside my house. I don't want to have this conversation inside. I'm, I'm on my way home. Yeah, and this is stopping me from going to bed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, don't that's know. the worst, isn't it? When you go, this will lead up the, the last few minutes of the walk. Yes, and then you're like, totally. oh, this is in the way now. Fuck totally, this. totally. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm starting to think, and also I'm outside here, and it's like twelve. There's all these fucking weird people walking around, and like no shit. <laughs> yeah, but there's a, there's a place right near my house where like homeless people live, and they're you know, and my kind of thought is they're walking around <laughs> where homeless people live. Well, they do. I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they're living there, and they at twelve after twelve midnight. They're kind of walking around near me, going, "Well, all bets are off now." You know, mm. during the day, it's like, "Well, you got to adhere to society." But if there's some fuckhead out there on the phone at midnight, you know, this is their world now. And yeah, right, right, right. They're walking near me and I'm like, and I'm literally turning my back going, what's going to happen here? Are they, are yep. they just going to go, fuck you, it's after midnight. It's it's sort of like... Um, the unspoken contract. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like um, Cinderella at the ball. Yeah. Turning into a pumpkin. Yeah. Well, I could just turn into a guy that stabs you in the back of the head now. Yeah. Um, I'm like, fuck it, I just got to get off the phone. And she's like, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so so dinner, you don't know how much dinner costs. You don't know. I'm like, no, I don't know. Then she goes, okay, I'm going to go now. Anyway, maybe I'll see you one of these days in the future. Great. Just great. Good. Thanks for the call. Thanks. You've got to flip it now because you've got her number. Just keep calling her back every day and be yeah. like, have you made a call yet? Yeah. Are you coming down this weekend? I you found should do, Next time you get a weird call like that, just start doing this with her. Yeah. I found, I found out $22 for a Palmer. I found out. Yeah. What do you think? 
Do you sign up? And she goes, oh, actually, that was part of it. She's like, so if I decide to come down, I just, I just, what time of night should I ring you up? And I'm right. like, don't ring me at all. You can buy them online. She goes, that is never going to happen. <laughs> what a bold call. But good of her to ask what time of night is it appropriate yeah. to call. Like as someone who's calling it, you know, after midnight. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's like, totally. how about not this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you take 9 p.m. as yeah. the cutoff? A bit later. You've actually woken me up. Did you ever have... I remember one of my biggest memories of growing up is like the house phone ringing, you know, any time past about 6.30 and dad just flying off the handle. Oh, really? That being a big thing. And like friends would from school would call me at like 8 for a chat. Yeah. And dad just going like, what the fuck time of night do you call this to oh, be on the really? phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of dad's biggest bugbears is like calling, calling after a certain time. Oh, I mean, I don't know how, how much STD... Calls cost now on a landline. Like, I mean, does anyone have a landline to even have this problem anymore? But I remember, like, there was a money tin at the f- uh, next to the phone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd I'd be putting in for calls and whatever. Really? And, like, I'd be having, like, I had a girlfriend that was out of town and stuff right. like that, and so I'd be on the phone for an hour a night or whatever, and it'd be like, oh, just feeding that tin constantly. Yeah. But also taking the piss a bit and being on the phone for an hour and going, oh, there's six dollars, <laughs> and then the bill would come in. It's like. Cool. Well, the tin has $60 in it and the bill is $300. What a bygone era of like, yeah, up at night after school, just chatting to school friends on the phone. Yeah. It was good shit. Oh. But like wistful for it, but it's like that's basically just what I do now with Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Just pissing my whole life away on this yeah. fucking app. Yes. I remember, but a terrible phone. It wasn't even that good at phone calls. Though. Like I've got a girlfriend on the phone. But the phone's in the main room. Oh, yeah, yeah. With everyone else, with the family. So everyone else is watching fucking It's a Knockout or Sale of the Century. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, oh, uh, yeah. You're trying to rub one out over the <laughs> phone with a miso. <laughs> what are you wearing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't do any of that stuff. It's just... <laughs> trying, trying to type, trying to use the keypad to do Morse code to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just boring. It's just like, oh, so what, what, what else happened at work? Great. Oh, yeah, cool. And what... what Great. What, and, and so someone... So someone rang you up after midnight. That's that's a cool story. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, early podcasting. Yeah. Just treading water. <laughs> yes, totally, totally. Um, anyway, thanks, Brendan. Thanks, Brendan. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber, Catherine Barry. Aha. Uh-huh. Kathy Bazza. Yeah. Love it. Kazza Bazza. Catherine Barry. Kazza Bazza. This is, this is great. In what I'm way? I'm into this. Are you? In what way? I like it. A girl's name than a boy's name. <laughs> Doesn't get more simple than that. Barry's a it's terrible... like Adam and Eve. But Barry's a terrible first name, but it's actually a very good last name. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Catherine Barry. If, you went, if your name was Barry Catherine, that's weird. Do you think she's married and when she like did the name change thing, she just fucked it and accidentally took the husband's first name instead of the surname? Uh. That's how she ended up with the last name Barry. I'm Googling Barry Catherine to see if that person exists in the world. Yeah, which which is the better, Catherine Barry or Barry Catherine? I like Barry Catherine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's I really awesome. like it. Yeah, I like both of them. Barry, Barry, no, there's no, it just comes up with like roll call style, Barry, comma, Catherine. Oh, right, okay. Yep. Just so that's a name that we've invented. We could, we could write a show and have a character called Barry Catherine mm. and we're, 
you know, we're never going to get sued by anyone going, my name's Barry Catherine and you stole my life story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. when we Barry miss- Catherine in the funny fellas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we miss your names from now on, we just put them down in a, in, a, in a file and we sell these absolutely virginal names that have never been used for in, <laughs> in any way. That's our big get out of comedy plan yep. <laughs> is selling names to people. Yeah. So, so what's come up is that um, Catherine Barry was a convict that came to Australia Originally, Catherine Barry was. Yeah. Right. So probably not this one. No. Because the date of birth was 1835 and her occupation was a country servant. Right. Didn't have the date of death or the age. Her crime was stealing. Uh, she was convicted at Waterford in Ireland. It could be the same person. Maybe that's how she got the money to chip in. Oh, maybe that's why they don't have a date of death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's so, still alive. Yeah. We've got this 180-year-old... <laughs> Chuck it in. Uh, and she, geez, look, I hope that's true because the sentence term was seven years. She's absolutely just pissed that in. That's a blip. She probably doesn't even remember being in jail. She's 180. No, that, uh, yeah, relative to her life, that'd yeah. be like the drive that I took over here today. Yeah. It's like she had a big sleep in one day. And that, <laughs> that was it. Yep. Yep. Uh, so she arrived in Van Diemen's Land, which mm-hmm. is Tasmania. Classic. Uh, 24th of February, 1853. She travelled with 24 other convicts. Uh, stealing. Yeah. Wonder what she, wonder what she hooked. She probably, well, if it's this, if she's listening to this podcast, she was probably not signed up to Patreon for a while. So it's basically stealing content. Oh yeah. Hacking into the server and getting all the bonus content for free. Yep. Yep. Um, oh fuck. This is such a shame. It's, it's got this big record of like, you know, all these people and what they did and whatever. It's just stealing, but, it doesn't say what they stole. Now that's the that's the that's fucking bad. detail. That you is want. pretty poor note keeping to have everything else written down. Yeah, but that's no eye on like future generations. That's the thing that they're going to find most saucy is the actual detail. Yeah. Or was the assumption? You know, is it just like well, how much stuff was there to steal in those days? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. literally every cunt stealing Only a loaf of bread, and yeah. that's it. Only five objects existed back then. <laughs> 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 to invent more objects for because thieves were, crimes. thieves were getting bored. Yeah, <laughs> what was the equivalent of like white collar crime back then? I guess still just like yeah, you could have like embezzled. Yeah, same sort of stuff. Yeah, um, fuck, that's so disappointing. There's so many thieves here, so many thieves, and no idea what any of them pinched. I'd fucking love to know because yeah, you is La Miserable is that like bread? Do they steal bread in that. I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah, in any either. context. Um, yeah, it's always bread. It's always it's always bread. Is it f- surely? Yeah, I'd love to know. I'd love to know, Catherine Barry. If you're if you're um, related to the Catherine Barry, the famous thief, the, the famous 18th century klepto or uh-huh. 19th, 19th century klepto. I don't know. 19th century yeah. klepto. Uh, let us know. Let us know um, if if you've got any. If you've got any goss, yeah, on what 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 Catherine Barry Senior pinched, and if you've ever, um, if you don't have that goss, just let us know if you've stolen things in your life. Yeah, what you've stolen. Yeah, what have you shoplifted? Me. Yeah, or if you know, maybe we've had this discussion before on the pod, but I would imagine that your parental upbringing. Around shops, totally. Maybe you have too much respect. For Absolutely, the sanctity of yes, the shop, the shopkeeper of retail, customer relationship of retail. I reckon. I honestly remember the only thing I ever pinched out of a shop was uh, when 
I was very early into leaving school and being at TAFE and doing mm-hmm. uh, art. Mm-hmm. And I used to I used to be a lot more like you in terms of drawing. I used to love drawing. Yep. Um, and I was drawing with like ink and a proper quill, proper like a quill. Well, like the nub, you know the the the. What do you call it? Like an ink pen, but not mm. like a biro or anything like that. Oh, like, like a fountain pen? Yeah. No, not even like a fountain pen. But like you'd buy a little, um, what's it called? Like the, the end of a, like a triangular bit of metal and the ink would bleed out like the slit in the middle, whatever that's called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That's not a fountain pen. That's like a, it's called a quill, isn't it? Or something like that. I actually don't know what it's called. But when you say quill, I think of some cunt dimping a feather in no. your no, not ink. that, not yeah. that, but slightly better than that, but not yeah. amazingly better. So than that. stuff coming out the slit in the middle. Yes, okay, exactly. Yep. Black stuff. Yep. Yeah, not great. No, um, but I pinched a few of them because mm-hmm. I was in art shops and just going, these cost seven dollars. That's insane. They're yeah. not worth seven dollars. Yeah, and they're the easiest things to steal of all time. So I yep. guess I'm just having a couple of them. I right. think that's the only thing I've ever pinched. But. So how many times do you reckon you did that? Oh, like once or twice. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the only thing I ever shoplifted was a carton of eggs. Because, Fuck. Yeah. That's bold. Yeah, it was the day before we finished year six and me and my friend were like... You weren't old enough to buy eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and my friend were like, let's do some egging. Right. Tomorrow at the end of school, let's just go around and do some egging. But then we were like, if we buy these... Because, you know, you think like even just like a small prank when you're that age. Right. It's like this is essentially a crime. Right. You just don't quite get how the world works yet. Right. We thought if we buy these, there's going to be like a paper trail. Right, <laughs> where right, we'll get like right. They'll know that we bought these eggs. So we CSI like... CSI Brighton are going to be onto it. And, right, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, my friend my friend created a diversion at the front of the IGA. And then I, oh, I went really? the back and like had to – there was like a um, – they're like sensor thing. I like snuck them around the side. Oh of that. god! Yeah, stealing eggs. Stealing eggs. That's so weird. But like double crime, like stealing the eggs to then like chuck at people. Yeah. Do you know? It's like why not? Yep. You're already doing this fucked thing. Yeah. Why not just really bathe in the experience? Yeah. Because you you know it is weird to like yeah borrow money from your parents or like use your pocket money that they've given you yeah to buy this thing that you're then gonna just fucking cunt people up with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Catherine. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you to Patreon subscriber Christian Siamis. T-S-I-A-M-I-S. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Say it again. Siamis? T-S. T-S-I-A-M-I-S. That sounds right to me. I guess, yeah. Siamis? Yeah, Siamis. You're never saying to Siamis. Siamis. Mm. The good old Chris, the old uh, 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 silent letter. I'm a fan of the old uh, TS together. I'm a fan of that as a sound. Tsunami. Sun- Christian Tsunami. That's mm. not his name. Mm. No, but in general. Right. You, you just like tsunamis in general. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm. Surf's up, dude. Fuck. I, w- I accidentally watched a. Because I was doing a big, you know, like, as I want to do sometimes late at night, watching a bit of uh, Thailand videos. Mm hmm. And then I accidentally started watching like a tsunami video from when the big oh, right. fuck off tsunami happened, mm-hmm. like fifteen years ago, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I was watching, and I was like, "Oh yeah, look, I, you know, I just hit, hadn't hit stop." I'm like, "Oh, I just rolled onto this. Okay, I'll have a bit of a look at it." And um, it started, you know, you saw the tsunami happen and everything rolling in. And then I'm watching people like, you know, trying to protect themselves and climbing up high. 
And then I started watching like the waves coming in and then just getting knocked off and going, oh, I'm watching people die here. <laughs> I thought I was, I was, you know, it was like, you know, when you watch watching... Was this, TV, was this hosted on Rotten.com? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's that thing where you're so, you, so used to watching TV and you're watching stuff where you're not going to see anything that bad. Right. So I'm like, oh, this is well, just you like are, this. but it's like fictionalized. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then I'm watching this and going, oh, there's real people fucking... Yeah, poor, yeah. ...fucking washed away. And it's like... That's pretty wild that that's just... What's this on YouTube or something? Yeah. That's wild that that's just archived on there. Yeah. Because you could look pretty at those... Fucked up. You could look at that stuff and go... You could find out who those people are, I reckon. Because not that many people mm. died. Mm. But you're watching like tourists, like Western tourists, climb up high. And like, you know, older. So you're sort of like looking at people like your parents going, yeah. oh, and then, man, this is one tragic. This is, this is, I know this is such a downer, so I'm sorry. But man, just, just start the fucking Sopranos, please. Right. Like- <laughs> this is such a downer, but I was watching the like these waves come in and, and the people at their rooms and they've climbed up high to try and and there was like this obviously this husband and wife uh, that were like slightly separated, like we're on two separate poles or something. Oh my God. And one of them, and you're seeing them go, oh, and they're in their bathers. You know, this thing's hit so quickly, and one of them leans over to sort of go. Grab my hand, and then we can, you know, you can come over this way. And they do it. Just as they do that, another wave comes down and just wipes them oh. both fucking out. Oh. Do you have a bit of that thing though, with with seeing footage like that, and and even seeing it fictionalized in movies, I guess, where I th- I would imagine this is kind of a common thing, and you know that deep down this isn't true, but there's always a part of me where I watch something like that and I go, I reckon I could dodge that. Yeah, I yeah. think I'd be all right. Yeah, I could run quick enough, or I'd just grab onto a tree and just. Hold my breath under the water for a bit. Yeah. I'd be fine. I don't really get what the big fuck. And you know that that's incorrect, but there's a you know what I mean. I, it's, I, it's a little bit of that mentality of like without I, being in it that you like to think like. I agree in general, on. but with this specific thing, when I watched that, I I looked at them and I put my parents into that situation. Oh yeah, that age for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at them and went bang. And then when they got knocked off, I was like, well, that's the end of them. That's the end of those people. Yes. Yeah. And also, me putting myself in that situation, no. Like, I reckon I would have climbed out, out of it, but once that wave hit, you go, you can't beat the water. Being there... That's why I don't swim in, swim in the ocean. Like, there's no fucking rules in that thing. Yeah. You cannot control anything in that thing. I don't want to put myself in there. Fuck that. Being in a situation like that with people that age would be fucking horrifying. Yes. Like, it, yeah, if it's just you, if something happened, like, you... You're able-bodied and stuff. Like yep. you're a bit younger. Like you probably back or yourself, you, or you like whatever. to think that you could. But but yeah, that thing of like, okay, if you were on a holiday with your parents and that happened, it's like yeah. okay, I guess we're we're just all dead now. Yeah, like I have to look out for these people, yep. which is then they're going to be fucked, and then I'm going to be fucked because I'm trying to help them. Yeah, nightmare, yeah. nightmare scenario. Yeah, fuck the worst. Anyway, um, come to Thailand. <laughs> Which part of Thailand did that happen on the the tsunami? Was it? Um, it was Thailand, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was Phuket, wasn't it? So that was the other side. Yeah, right. It was Phuket. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, because that's why there's a lot of stuff in Phuket that's pretty new because they just had to rebuild everything. Yeah. Right. Whereas you look at like Samui and stuff like that. That that's all old school stuff because yeah. nothing's nothing bad happened. But Phuket's relatively new, and that's why you have. Uh, yeah, just a lot of new stuff. They just had to rebuild. Um, I don't think PP. I don't think it hit PP. Oh no, it hit PP a bit. No, it did. Yeah, right. Yeah, but PP's got some older stuff on it. I'm not sure. Maybe it didn't wipe everything out. Um, but yeah, fucking hell. 
Oh, no good. There was an earthquake in Tokyo while I was there the other week yep. that woke me up. I was on like the ninth floor of this hotel. God, what a nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> but it is weird to be in a place where that happens pretty regularly, that there's like just kind of smallish earthquakes. Yeah. Buildings are designed with that in mind. Right. Where you wake up and it's like, like the building shaking woke me up. Right. It's like, oh, I guess an earthquake is happening. Mm. But it's just like, oh, it's just a thing that happens. Right. Got to build the buildings with that in mind. Right. That they'll just like, like you're that high up and you're like, I can feel this whole fucking thing wobbling. How is this not an issue? Like, how is this just designed for this to be okay? Yeah. So what was the reaction of everyone else? Did you walk out and people going crazy or it was just like, meh? No, yeah. So you, sh- you shit yourself though or? Um, I think I knew that that was a thing that happens there quite regularly. So I woke up, I was like, oh, this is weird. But it's also, it's like knowing that stuff is designed to kind of be okay in that small of a scale earthquake. I was like, man, this is fun. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah, This is like yeah, I'm on yeah. a theme park ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. into it. Yeah, great. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. It's <laughs> not a great thing, but it's a cool thing to have been part of, I guess. Yeah. I've never, I've never been, you know, in an earthquake. Mm. We were in, we were in um, Copenhagen after the Samui thing, where there was a, like a really bad storm hit. When we were in that um, that lovely resort we were staying in in Copenhagen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was sick. Yeah, yeah. We never talked about that, did we? No, I don't think so. We were. Yeah, it was us and Brett Blake and Oliver Clark all staying in the same resort. We'd been riding around motorbikes for the day. It had been a pretty clearish day. Yeah, kind but of we, overcast, but not too bad. We were up the top of the island. We're on bikes, and then we started making plans about what we were going to do. We were going to go back to the hotel. We were going to then chill get changed, for like an hour. Go and go to this other bar that's outside. Blah blah blah. Yep. On our way back, I look. I. I'm not a real, I'm not a true country boy, mm. but what I have learned from my parents is they're fucking obsessed with weather. Yeah. So I've picked up a few little bits and pieces. So we were driving back and we were all like, oh yeah, and I, and I just looked at the weather and went, I can see that thing over there and I can see how fast it's traveling. I'm like, we're, we're fucked here. Like that's, we're going to get back and it's going to hit us and that's going to be it. And we get back there, go to the restaurant and it just absolutely turns the place sideways and it's going the rain and the storm and everything's going fucking mental. Mm. And we're stuck in the restaurant. And you guys are like, let's jump in the pool. It's like, <laughs> fucking hell. And um, who was I think you and Blakey were just like, no, just go in the pool. It'd be really fun. Meanwhile, the beach umbrellas are just flying fucking everywhere. Yeah, I think we 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 knew, we could see that it was going to like rain, that the weather was going to take a turn. But I think how quickly and how intensely it kicked in was surprising right. to us. Right. Like it was all of a sudden just intense wind bucketing down the entire outdoor pool restaurant area where we were staying, shit flying everywhere, the staff having to like kind of close these big blind things, yep. then getting mops out and trying to like push the water kind yep. of out of the decking and everything. Yep. It was pretty nuts. It was a cool thing to have been in the middle of. Yeah. It was fucking wild, even though it was like – a shame because it was like our last night with those two guys. Oh, yeah, So the yeah, big yeah. Had plan had been like, oh, we'll go here for dinner. We'll go do this. We'll go do this. And it kind of like, it kind of, we were just sort of trapped there for like, probably like close to two hours or something, I think. Oh, it was like an hour. It was a maybe. little while. It was an hour, I think. Yeah. It's funny though, because I think you guys were quite insistent. Like, you were a bit like, yeah, no, we should go in that pool. And I was like, man, it's not going to happen. And then I, I think we literally said to the guy that worked there, are these guys allowed in the pool? And the guy's like, 
No. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would that happen? I was pretty tempted because it was just like, well, this is a dumb idea. Let's yeah. do it. This but would be wild. You were also told off for sitting on the side of the pool in absolutely perfect weather about six hours earlier. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there'd been these. Uh, there'd been some young ladies. Yeah. Leaning on the edge of the infinity pool, getting yeah. some hot content. Yes. Uh, and then I do. Essentially the, the same, same thing, thing. Yep. but but daring to not have my photo taken. Yeah, and the guy's like, "Can you get? No, can a, you get down?" Yeah, no. A woman just ran out and went, "You need to get down." <laughs> and then you go, "Oh, okay." And then you get down, and then she walks away, and then we turn around, and there's just a woman doing the same thing, yeah. just like behind you, getting yeah, pictures. Yeah. And we're like, "You shouldn't be allowed to do that. He's not allowed to do it." Yeah, I don't care. I'm just not enough of a thought. That's the big takeaway there. Yeah, got to build up that ass. I guess so. I guess that's the real takeaway. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's what four. I haven't been keeping count. Mm. You've got it. You're. I'm. I'm facing away from the unplanned title alternator. Yeah. You're actually looking at the screen. So. Yeah. Aaron Goodrich. 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 Uh, Brendan Byrne. Catherine Barry. Christian Siamis. That's four. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess we should do the last one. The the, the final one. I guess we should. Yeah, the fifth. Yeah, that is the final one for this week. Yeah, it's weird because like the the final one. I feel like the final one feels like this has been happening for a while. Where the final ones just really haven't been that inspired, and it's um, it's really harder to read these ones out every week for some reason. They're really sticking sticking my throat as I'm saying them. Haven't been inspired. What they've been kind of boring or yeah, not much to them. Not. You know, it feels like their parents haven't put a lot of thought into them, yeah, into their right, names. Right. Yeah, which is um, a weird thing to happen. You know, you're having a kid, you should really put a bit of thought into what their name's going to be forever. Uh, you know, yeah. You know, a real person that's walking around on planet Earth. Yeah. They really should. But anyway. I mean, if, it's, if it makes you feel any better, mm. not that you have any personal attachment to this. Yes. But if this does make you feel any better, yeah. I honestly haven't noticed. Oh, really? Yeah. I think means- it's been of the same quality the entire <laughs> way through. <laughs> Okay, well, any, well. Anyway, you know, despite all that and the randomness of it all, let's um. Anyway. <laughs> it's it's d- just like life itself. Yeah, completely random. Yep. Okay, so thank you to Patreon subscriber Tsunami Comedy. Yep. Well, but I mean, I think anything feels in- uninspired if you say it in that toss away. Sure. Manner. You know, if you were just like, anyway, thank you to Aaron Goodrich. Yeah. You know, we, okay. we probably would have thought, well, that's a that's a dud name. No, you're right. I mean, when I think about it, Tsunami's quite an interesting. Name for a person, isn't just it? like I said, I love that TS sound. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. example. This is actually, you know, pretty remarkable. The fact that I said I like the TS sound in mm. that guy's name previously. Yeah, and the example that I used was tsunami. Right, and then we went on a very bone chilling riff about the <laughs> true life horrors of the Southeast Asian tsunami yeah. from fifteen years ago, and then literally the next name that comes up is tsunami. You can't write this kind of stuff. Yeah, you're right. That's that's got to be scary when your bones drop in temperature. Yes. Fuck. Because they're surrounded by uh, warm. The blood. thing they love. Warm, warm blood. Yeah. And they're in no position to enjoy. Yeah. It. Mm. Man. Bone chilling. That's mm. bad. Because so that, that is quite a nice name. But just... Tsunami. Yeah. Phonetically and spelt and er- everything. That's that's a nice name. It's just just a massive tragedy. Yeah. You know, it's, a tra- it's a tragedy in itself that you can't use it as a nice name. Yeah. I guess the first time a big tsunami hit, they were like, well, this is bad for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Maybe they're, Maybe it's like, you know, when they name, you know, cyclones and hurricanes and whatever. Mm. If that was a... If you use that as a common name, that would be sort of a bit weird. If you go, well, it's Hurricane Tsunami. 
Oh, w- yeah. What? Which they, one is it? Well, and yet, yeah, do they name tsunamis? Mm, yeah, they might not. Why not? Because they should just, rather than just ruining a person's name, it'd be yeah. great if they were like, that's Hurricane Tsunami, and that's Tsunami Hurricane. Yeah. Here comes Hurricane Earthquake. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or just, you know, Hurricane Diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Use a, just use a word that's already got a bad connotation yeah. to it. Why are, we, why are we bringing, here's Hurricane Tommy? Yeah. What? Why yeah. am I being dragged into this? You're right. Why isn't there Hurricane Hitler? Mm. Yeah. That yes. One, that's already done. Yeah. Yeah. At least when you... And it makes it even easier for you to know that it's a bad thing. Because, mm. like, sometimes when a hurricane hits, it's like, oh, Hurricane Sally. It's like, oh, I was in, I had a crush on a girl called Sally when I was a kid. Yeah. Maybe this is a good thing coming my way. Or Maybe it, I should sit in my caravan and wait for my ex-girlfriend to come back to me in some yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And, you, I mean, you, even just hearing the phrase hurricane, maybe you're thinking of that song, The Hurricane, and you're yeah. like, I fucking love that yeah. song. You know, Bob you're just excited. Coming. Yeah. yeah. Bob, Dylan's, yeah. <laughs> Bob Dylan's rolling into yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a great... They, they and, it's, it and it's certainly hurricane. it's a hurricane. It's, he's not going to go electric. Like yeah, this is yeah. definitely going to be acoustic. They call it Hurricane Bob Dylan. Just really <laughs> confuse people. Oh fuck yeah! What if you started sponsoring hurricanes? That now that's good. That is a great idea. Yeah, because it's definitely going to be on the news every night. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, well it's Hurricane Snickers. Because it is just hurricane. I'm just thinking now, like bushfires, earthquakes, uh, tsunamis. You don't ever hear. They never get named. What What did you say? Bush bushfires. bushfires didn't I'm saying s- they don't have names, do they? Bushfires don't. Yeah. No. But any other big natural disaster. So hurricanes, cyclones, is that it? The two things? Yeah. Is there more than that? I think that's the only two things that get names. Hurricane, cyclone. Someone's going to fucking have our guts for this. Gardens this here. is it. This yeah. is the this is the Facebook topic of the week. Because it's cyclone, Tracy, hurricane, whatever. Katrina. Katrina. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure people have talked about this before, but. Majority are girls' names, yeah, for whatever reason. Just like boats, boats are girls. Oh yeah, natural disasters are girls. Mm-hmm. So you know, for all the things that you know, girls have got it hard in this world. There's your, there's your couple of things. Cool, you guys get to be named after natural disasters. So that's one thing you've got going for you. You think that's good? And, and vehicles, <laughs> isn't that cool? Yeah, boats is good. I don't know yeah. that. I don't know that any women are like. Sure, lower pay and sexual harassment, but in yeah. fairness, yeah. this thing that just destroyed a village yeah. in Africa, yeah. at least we get named after that. Yeah, I I was named after a thing that fucked up a town in Chad, so <laughs> not bad. <laughs> not bad. All right, well, thanks, Tsunami. Yep, thanks, Tsunami. Um, thanks to everyone that subscribes. Yep. And uh, all the people that haven't been read out yet, I'm sure you'll, um, you'll, get your, you'll get your go soon. Yep, you'll get your day in the sun. Yep. Um, but look, quick reminder, if you have been subscribing for ages and you haven't had your name read out, please um, feel free to hit us up and remind us and we'll go through the records and, and uh, you know, lean on the ol- uh, the random um, yeah. unplanned title alternator. We'll do what we can. We'll slip it 50 bucks. Yes, absolutely. See what it can do. Still no promises, no guarantees. No, no, no. Um, we'll have to look in the instruction book to see if you could possibly <laughs> bribe. Fuck, I chucked the instruction book out. Oh. I'll have to see if there's a PDF of it online. Just like the greatest American hero. <laughs> that show. Do you know that show? I know what it is. I know of yeah. it. I don't know what it is though. That was the that was the opening episode. That was the It's still a good idea. Did they remake it? What I is think he? they were going to reboot it. What's what is he? Um what is he? <laughs> He's uh we've talked about this on the show before, but he uh was a, a school teacher. Okay. And aliens visited him and he got given a the book and this magical suit, this superhero suit, and the book the, was instructions 
uh, to how to use the suit, mm-hmm. and basically he could blow, you know save the world sort of thing. Oh, right, okay. And so the first thing he did was make himself as big as a grain of sand. Okay. And then an ant walked along, and then he like immediately went oh, back to full size, I think. I think this is what happened. Mm. But he left the book at the grain of sand size. Oh, right, so he can't. So, so then, he can't work out how to go small again. Yeah. So he's not really in control of it. Yeah, that, that's the whole theory of the whole thing. So he had the superhero suit, so he was just shit at being a superhero. Right. So he was he struggled with flying. He was always crashing into things. Right. Um, and, and they then, call this guy the greatest American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, it was. I don't know about that. Yeah, well, go back to 982 <laughs> and, and let Stephen <laughs> Cannell know what your thoughts. <laughs> uh, Stephen J. Cannell? Stephen... I've always pictured in my head that it was um, a, a $6 million man kind of thing. No. Right. No, the opposite. Yeah. No, this guy was a real klutz, right. in my humble opinion. Right. A real yeah. dunce. So it's a comedy show. Yeah. Okay, right. But right time for me. Like, as a kid, you oh, love superheroes. Um, this was this, but this was like a, a, a tard, a um, not a, not a perfect superhero. It's pretty cool. It's pretty right. funny. And his b- best friend or his mate that helped him was like a a, a cop mm. uh, that was played by the great Robert Culp. Mm-hmm. And his distinguishing feature is he would come over and hang out with Ralph Hinckley, who was the mm-hmm. name of the the superhero guy. Not not his name. He didn't have a name as a superhero. It was just a guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would come over to his house and he would eat his dog biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> These bone-sized dog biscuits. That was his. That was his kind of shtick in yeah, the show. Yeah, the dog he was, biscuit. Eater. He was like this hard-boiled cop. Right, who would come over and eat dog Love biscuits. Dog biscuits. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm into that. Yeah, I, I liked it as well. I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Culp ended up being on Everyone Loves Raymond. I think a fair bit. Okay, and he was in. He was in a. Uh, he was in a TV show called I Spy. Where they played two cops, the other cop being Bill Cosby in oh. the sixties uh, and seventies. Wow! Yeah, really makes you think, doesn't it? What does it make you think? <laughs> Thanks, tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to support the show, littledumdumclub.com, You can find the links to our Patreon, uh, as well as all the upcoming live shows we have. Get a ticket to Hobart; it is about to sell out. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, see mates. You mates.